Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Steecast. I am Gene Jenkins. I'm here to with uh, I'm here with my man Richard, Uncle Richard, uh, Tom Tit, and uh, Gareth Burr, as usual. And today we're doing a bit of a special episode. It's not not a special episode as such, but it's um, something that we're gonna do as a recurring episode as time goes on with each season of the Steecast. Should we get that far? And it's called Weird Internet. So it's a bit different this time around. We're not doing a standout standalone subject as such we're gonna talk about i don't know how would you define the things that we've it's like pulled up for this episode it's just stuff that's on the internet or has been on the internet that's just plain weird or we we deem it weird but it's not like slanderous or anything it's just kind of like we explore the topics I think that's 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 the best way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. We explore the topics that we know or we might know something about or we know nothing about. But it's been popular on the internet at some point. Just that's shit that baffles us, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And that was, that was a really, very eloquently put, man. Thank you for, uh, right. for that. So I think, basically, um, so rather than just have the one subject, we've each brought one subject each, like a mini episode within an episode. That's and correct. the subjects we'll be touching on today include um the Mandela effect, um the Joe Rogan and uh, what the hell the guy's name? Alex, Alex Jones, Jones is uh Yeah, and I just want to say on that one, I did want to go for like an upbeat kind of a, a kind of a fluff piece, but I thought with this going on now it's kind of the perfect time to just touch on two grown men arguing over the Illuminati. <laughs> I took <laughs> other grown men arguing about which fox head is the best. Uh, we'll be talking about furries, albeit briefly, and we'll also be starting off today. Oh, Gareth Brothers is going to start us off with the uh, phenomena, um, uh, the uh, it's the current trend, phenomena, as well. the current phenomena mm. of um, ASMR. I always think is ASMR, it a- and ASMR. it stands it stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Meridian response. Now, I don't want to interrupt you as soon as Not you started, but David Ike. And all them fucking weird, like, chakra people mention meridian. They certainly do. That's a popular word. That's a popular word within... What is a meridian? It's like an energy centre in the body or something, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was like a ley line for the body kind of thing, but do you know any more? What they are uh, doing is uh, (laughs) using the uh, meridian lines within the uh, body to... uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, I couldn't tell you, honestly. I could not tell you about that. But Tom Tits on the right kind of page with that, yeah. Okay, fantastic. I just made that connection in my head as we were speaking about it, so I yeah. apologise for interrupting. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR, if I could speak. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the first time that I sat down with the Steedcast, like the very first time we had all the mics and things sat up out in front of us, I said something along the lines of, uh, might make an ASMR video now. You know, it, it, it was it was met with a mixed response, but I, I, at the point, I don't think anybody truly, really, had any, really physically sat down and watched any ASMR. ASMR then. Am, I, am I right? Am I right? I'd never heard of it I'd, until you mentioned it. I'd honest. heard of it. I yeah. hadn't actually watched any, but I knew about it. Well, roughly what it was. Yeah, I never properly looked into it. It seems weird. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it, it kind of got me thinking. Well. I might talk about that in an episode, but then I'm like, where does that fit in? And I'm thinking, well, I don't want to do an entire episode yeah. on that because I'd bore myself, I'd bore you, I'd bore everybody. There's really not much you can say about it. So that's where we kind of fitted it into this little thing where we, we, we loosely yeah. touch upon. It's kind of with all the topics in this episode, Totally. Really. I, w- I wouldn't yeah. want a full episode on, on the Joe Rogan thing. I wouldn't want one on, on Mandela Effect. Mandela yeah. effect you could do you know, a full episode on uh, Alex Jones, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you probably, yeah, probably could, actually. Well, you could do a full episode on furries, but I just don't know if you'd want to. <laughs> don't think that would be a good idea, to be honest. No. 
Yeah, so uh, I've, I've had a little look in, into ASMR, a, a brief look, you know, when... You know, with my limited research into it and my short attention span as well, I've had a little look into it and I thought I'll get us talking about it, give a little brief history and overall and, and just go from there with it, really. I mean, uh, yeah. Do you know when it started? Um, I'm just looking at my notes now. And it apparently... Well, firstly, firstly, I would say that common sense i thought would it wouldn't have started before like youtube and stuff was about no. i mean that's a fair assumption it, it wouldn't yeah. have i mean there were like before youtube there were like um video channels of uh, video with sites as that you had like daily motions predate oh, shit, that, yeah. that predates yeah. youtube and you had e-bombs um, world e-bombs world just about to mention e-bombs world was a big one yeah 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 um but yeah i i do agree because there wasn't any you know, YouTube was kind of a big... It's a big deal, in it? You know, it's, well, exactly, it, it, yeah. There's nothing like it. Well, there is, but I not suppose to the popularity level. That some, something like that wouldn't have come along before you had, like, the, the blogging generation and, yeah. and the YouTube... Oh, YouTube was around years before this vlogging and blogging and YouTube it, it was, culture it and was, everything. It was, when YouTube first came out, it was more of a platform where somebody would, like, just upload, like, a cheap kind of, like, yeah. mobile phone there videos. There we go. What was the first thing you ever watched on YouTube? Oh, it would have been something like Numa Numa Guy. Or Mine like... was Silence is Deafening music video by Napalm Death. <laughs> really? It was, it was indeed. I six. cannot remember the you first know, I video think I watched mine was, Do you ever see a video of that guy, that chav kicking the wall and the wall just collapses on his leg? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, could not remember what my first YouTube video was. That's just such a, a weird memory to remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I could remember the first kind of viral videos and stuff. As I said, the, the, that guy made me the Numa Numa song and stuff like yeah. that. Like, um, you had Zonde and stuff like that. Numa yeah. Numa, yeah, I remember. Yeah, but that was, that was like pre-YouTube yeah. videos. The whole like, Dr. Octa Octagonopus thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, Basically, the um, the entire Weezer video for pork and beans. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but um, I did have a look in, into kind of the history of it, and it says, if I can quote, it says, the concept itself has existed uh, before the term ASMR was coined, um, but they are saying by you that in the year 2007, uh, there was um, a thread online um, titled Weird, Sensa- Weird Sensation Feels Good. That's literally what they described it as. Mm. And that was um, in the year 2007 on a website called SteadyHealth.com. <laughs> and they, apparently the thread went from there. A lot of people interacted with it and kind of thought, oh, I've had that uh, feeling. Yes. I know this kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, and they are saying that... Um, it's a feeling often triggered by seemingly random and unrelated non-haptic events. And it says by her, such as watching a puppet show or being read a story. I've, you know, you just get the, the nice little, oh, that's a nice feeling. You get a bit, 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 of, a, bit of a tingle sensation going on. I scene, feel, right? I've, I've experienced this before I knew ASMR was a thing, but it didn't feel good. It fucked me off. It, it was like, like on like Radio 2 or Radio 4, you listen to like the, the, the talky BBC yeah, chubby Radio 4, I would, more likely. It's like... This. Yeah. Welcome to BBC Radio 4, the news at 4 mm. o'clock. Yes. Well, I don't know why I've got American on Radio 4. <laughs> but like, it's just, that's, that's super intense, like really, I don't know. It, it's the little sounds between when you talk. It's yeah. like Matt Bellamy when he sings the news. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just like, yeah. Tell you what else does that is American Head Charge, the new metal band. Oh, you it's like, every time you... Oh, man, once you've heard it, you can't unhear oh, it. Fuck. I've been playing that non-stop lately, just as blast from the past, and that's just ruined the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, they are, they are saying by you that um, the term ASMR was actually coined in 2010 
uh, where there was an actual Facebook group called ASMR. So I think it's fairly safe to say that ASMR has been, you know, it was around in about 2010 kind of era. Yeah. Do you remember um, when you were a kid and someone would like whisper into your ear and like... That's essentially yeah. what it is, yeah, you know. That's that's why, because you know, I know about it, in ASMR they have two microphones, don't they? One is panned hard right, the other one's hard left. And then that's it's, fine. Uh, you know, because they go from each mic to each mic. Obviously, I can't do it here because we've I've monitored it, but um, yeah, and then that's why it, when you've got headphones on, it kind of gives you the sensation of like you know drifting left and right, ah. clicking. No, if I if I was to if I was to personally describe um, ASMR, I would say it was like uh, a series of softly spoken whispers myself, and I would also say the words are often clicked, so they'd be like. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of clicking, a lot of a lot of vocally produced pops and clicks, and, and overpronounced whispers, finger tapping, nails and finger tapping, rustling, uh, just just like snap crackles and pops. Sometimes I've seen them; they, they'll have like um, that's incredibly <laughs> off. <laughs> Sometimes I've seen them, and they, they'll rustle, they'll rustle like a, a carrier bag, or they'll or they'll open something. Um, I watched one, things like that. When you know? it was um, a very attractive young lady, and she was doing a game in one. And she was like running her fucking hands up and down the crinkly wet it. label I've of a mountain it. dew ball. I have seen it. Yes, I have watched <laughs> it. And then, and then she was doing this with an Xbox controller. Did she have a pack of yeah, Doritos? Yeah. Next she did to have she Doritos. Did. She was stuffing about fucking six or seven Doritos in her mouth once. She was like, this. <laughs> and it was. That, it stopped being like somewhat erotic. And did she rustle her neck beard afterwards? I, oh, she should have a fucking one a neck beard. Yeah, she should have. <laughs> Well, ASMR is saying is telling me that ASMR is best described as a physical sensation of tingling that usually begins in the scalp and moves down through the spine and into, sometimes to into, the limbs into the penis. <laughs> He's the black guy by the penis. Um, it's described. It's described as a pleasurable feeling that many people find very calming and very relaxing. I see. Oh. I thought you were going to say erotic for a second. Not erotic. No. no. Very well. erotic. A bit like Alan's deep bath. Mm. <laughs> But like that. Um, but, I don't um, get that reference. It's, it's not a party's reference. But, um, but if I can, if I can just rewind a bit. Um, yeah, crack on. Sandra. Basically, <laughs> within ASMR, we have what's known as triggers. That's obviously something that will engage the autonomous sensory meridian response. Just, I, you were say I nailed engage that. I nailed the that. autism. No, it's something that will engage it. It's what's known as a trigger. So that which will which will bring it, you know, bring it out. Now, some common ASMR triggers they include whispering, so they'd be like. Steakass, hello, Steakass, my old friend. Yeah, yeah, all that, yeah. Um, so there'd be common ASMR triggers are whispering, blowing, tapping, rustling, and this is an interesting one, the sound of lips smacking, such, such as when eating. You know, so if I would sit by her now with my Peter's pasty, crumbs all down my nice peacock's jumper, um, <laughs> you know, it, people might... No might advertising. Enjoy- yeah. People might enjoy the people might enjoy the sound of me eating a, a delicious um, pasty or perhaps a Chinese meal, a Chinese meal, or you know something from the local takeaway. I don't know, but uh, that that is one of them. The sound of lips smacking, such as when eating. Oh, so we've like ordered a, a takeaway. Turn off for me, though. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I was saying yeah. by the radio, and you hear them going. 
Welcome. Uh, yeah. You know, should we? We've ordered pizza and stuff. We have ordered pizza. Should we eat it? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's open to interpretation. But also, you, you must have seen in the videos, they, they'd always got like them relaxing hand movements, like the kind of like, ooh, you know, they, they're doing that with their hands. And that's like very, very again, popular. Sorry? Like, like Mystic Meg, I think. They, they, are, they are saying Jazz that. Hands. They are saying that. Meanwhile. Relaxing hand movements is kind of a popular thing within it. Um, and again, it's a certain ways words are whispered and pronounced, and there's a definite and a click, you know, and all that sort of stuff going on. There's actually a very popular Welsh ASMRist who I did contact prior to this interview, but I think she might not have seen it. I think it was a bit short notice. It was a bit short notice, yeah. But I love you, look well. No, she's great though. She's very popular. Um, and got videos and I noticed one of the videos she had her name is I will name drop but if anyone does want to check her out she did reply we just couldn't hear her <laughs> yeah she replied in a click click her name click. is Laura Lemurex um, and she's very popular on YouTube but one of the videos she See, that sounds like a dominatrix one of the videos she did which I was quite interested in she's actually using um, Welsh words as ASMR triggers and one of the words in particular was the word sclodion it's literally like sclodion it is literally like that. Um, it is literally like that. I found that most uh, hey. unique, entertaining. Um, in bar. It's hey. a bit different, but, but that's what um, that's what the young lady was doing. She was using Welsh words as as a smart trigger, and that's me. what makes her stand out. I think. Let, let me you, tell you something. Kevin let me tell you something. 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 So what do you think would be the, the worst language to, to speak in? German. German. Yeah, I was just about to say it's yeah, quite a bit German, about, right? Uh, or like Chinese. Uh, maybe like really aggressive what, Indian what about dialect. Thai? Because Thai... Really tonal language. Yeah, they got different, uh, like, different volumes mean different words. It's like if you want a hot curry and you want it like kind of... Ah! You just go like... <laughs> Hot. But hot, if you want it hot, hot, you'd be like, hot. Mac, mac, mac. <laughs> or, you re- or you repeat the word. If you want something more, you say the word more, more, more. Like, so I learned this from ordering curries in Thailand and stuff like that. Oh, how hot, how spicy is mac, 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 or mac, mac, mac. I'm not joking, it is. Pad Thai, mac. What's not kabu What's the fucking... I can't remember. You've got to greet every motherfucker. No offence. You greet everyone with the... Saudi car, that's it. Saudi car, Saudi crap. Mac, mac, mac. <laughs> All coming back to me now. Um, going back to the ASMR thing, though. Very with, spicy. With, uh, um, like, you were saying it, it causes a sensation on, like, the back of your neck and all Are that we tingle, stuff. Right? Yeah. We, well, we all must have felt there. I mean, we'd like if we said we haven't felt there like, I feel that regularly when I listen to new music I really like. Okay, okay. I I don't know if that's because, like, I'm a musician. I only, listen, I only get that whatever. when I'm... Listening to corn driving at eighty five miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's, there's some songs that I really like listening to, and like if they've got like a really good melody or it's just really well put together in general, it's just a good song. It's got a catchy hook or something that will. It's, it's sort of like uh, sends. They say sends shivers down your spine or whatever, yeah. or tingles. It's a bit like having butterflies in your so, tummy, I suppose. I get that. Like yeah. that kind of thing, if it's like a really sad song, or maybe if it's really heavy, or if it's really fucking fast, it's just like <laughs> yes. You're yeah. Like, so that must that must be a form of ASMR then in that case. And I say, I mean, I is it, so, yeah. what, what's this stand for again? Uh, it is uh, auto 
autonomous sensory meridian response. So it must be. It must be a form of ASMR if that's because it, it just oh, yeah. sends a signal. Yeah. Basically, my favorite yeah. meridian response. <laughs> you know, I'm I listening mean, to heavy metals. I mean, it's, it's like if, it's like if, for example, if a beautiful young lady come and whispered in your ear. I mean, you'd, you'd probably have a bit of like, ASMR oh, going on, then, wouldn't you? You know, I got. I, 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 know, I know a song that, that does it every single time I listen to it as well. It's not the mama's ass, is it? It's, no, no. It's um, the cowboy song within Lizzie. All right, the whole whole song, right? Just because, right? I love the guitar solos in that song so much, and every time they they play the guitar solos, I'm just like. I mean, total Africa to an extent. That's all the way through, though. It's just like (laughs) from start to finish. What about that really mundane intro, though? No, no, no. The drum, the drum shuffle in that yeah. is very, very popular. It's known as the uh, is it Jeff Beccaro? Is it the drummer? Or am I getting it wrong? The, I have no idea. I know he's a very, the, he has a very. It's the shuffle. Style, yeah. It's this uh, the Rosanna shuffle. I'm thinking of as well. Rosanna. There was the Rosanna shuffle is a very, yeah. very popular within drum drum community. Very popular little shuffle. He basically invented gent because his hi hats are slightly out of time with everyone yeah. else, and that's when we're like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. You, you look at any drum stuff. He's always mentioned, especially that little shuffle. And Rosanna and things. I raise you the bass line from the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. John McVie. And then that fucking ding, 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 ding. It's when the guitar builds back in, isn't it? That's good. Yeah. used to be on the Formula One. That's why I remember it. My dad used to watch it. And then that fucking, as soon as the fleet with the song kicks back in, that fucking car just launches over the garage. You're like, yes! It's only years later that my dad said, oh, that's Fleetwood Mac. I was like, I didn't realize I was a band. I was obviously very young when I was on. I did not realize there was an actual band that done it as well. no me neither it was when i was in yeah. high school high school yo guys <laughs> there was a band that used to open their set with that and i thought oh they're opening with the formula one thing <laughs> yeah. not knowing it was actually yeah. a song no the the rumors album refuted mac is is cracking mind that's a really good album have you heard it's good mm. ne- never checked that do you son never checked it. <laughs> not a problem <laughs> R forward slash whoosh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, ASMR, that can easily be related to listening to music, um, you know, especially, like, uh, your, your, your dreamy pop music and, and your acoustic stuff and... Dream pop. Lana Del Rey's and things and whatever you listen to. All that kind of stuff. I was listening to Lana Del Rey the other day, funny enough, and then she was thinking about having a fanny that tastes like Coke, man. Great. Nice. Yeah. Tastes like Pepsi Cola is the exact word. Oh, that Coke. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. That's a song. That's a chorus. I'm not shit you not. That's How can women no, sing about so stuff like that? It's 2019 that, for fuck's sake. So she's saying that her pussy tastes shitter than, than the best one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Like an off front pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lady Gaga is like the OG Coca-Cola. Like, well, on, on that note, I'm drinking the uh, Cloudwater uh, Autumn Winter 2018 Brewdoll Season Small Pale Ale. Now, this is a 2.9%, which is a bit worrying, but Great. I guess it may SMF, you know. Ah, yeah. Oh. It would have been better if you'd done that in front of the mic rather than behind it. Ah, yes. What I will say, what I will say... I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. What I will say in ASMR, though, right? And not from a perverted or sexual gratification sense for myself, just to cover myself, but it is always, like, 99% of the time, very beautiful, pretty lady presenting... These these videos. Can I just say this about? They're also known as ASMRists. Someone who performs this is known as an ASMRist. Oh, I, I thought it, I thought it was. Could have been it ASMRtist. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. It is uh, much no, it's better. Like ASMRist, like a bassist, a guitarist. Can I, can I like, try and pour this Cloudwater? Do think there's our risky? ASMRist, and let's go just, for it. This is a live exclusive. Mumbai. The best, the best are going to try some. In front of his toms. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Stegans are going to try to it. It's going to be too much effort. Let me just do it right in front of my mic. Here we go. World exclusive. Stegan ASMR. Oh, it smells like hops. Actually, i got a bag of crisps in my bag. Well. <laughs> it's going to go in. It's going to go in. Would anybody we, uh, like to try your cloud water? Let me just... Russell, in front of your mic, sir. Go on, pass me the, uh, your brew glass. My brew glass, not a problem, not an issue. I can't reach over that far, son. My arms are... Uh, with you? Do you like that? You dirty well, bitch. If, ev- if, e- <laughs> if everyone's silent, and then do that. It's quite harsh, son, and you're I don't. I don't see a lad be relaxing. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a bag of crisps, perhaps, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, I, I was talking off air with with um, Tom about a possible darker side to ASMR. Um, you know, the yeah, fact that man. it could be seen as a pure pleasurable and sexual gratification kind of thing. That's rule um, these, these are often quite, you know, pretty young ladies and they whispering and they doing all this sign of movements with their hands and fingers tapping. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, I imagine there are people out there who, who would heavily it enjoy it's this. Like kind of. Every single person I've mentioned ASMR to have said that they've wanked off over it. This is what I'm getting at. Every I person. Didn't want, didn't want to uh, be so direct, but this is exactly what I'm getting at. Um... I actually um, when 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 Sean's uh, had his brew. Oh, sorry, Sean. I'm just I losing did, my mind over this cloud water brew. I did actually. Um, I may I may have um, opened up a um, uh, a site of pornography. Uh, Pornhub.com. Might might I might have searched for ASMR in a thing just purely out of curiosity, and there is a shitload. Excuse my French of videos about. Um, Related to like ASMR kind of sexual stuff, there is loads. Link in the description it's below. A full, it's a <laughs> full. It's a from iTunes for life. It's a full fetish, or um, it, it's loads. It's pop, very popular. So, so it does exist as that, but that, that again, that is not connected at all with like your genuine kind of like YouTube ASMR people who are there for the the sensories and and the relaxation kind of side of videos. There's nothing to do with that, but there is a full community of. Um, like so, more, more perverted kind they, of stuff. Are they? Are they? Are you? Uh, how do I put this? Are you uh, uh, choking a chicken to the fact that they're whispering, or the fact that are they saying things that are? Yeah, that's what I was um, I think it would be like, like, yeah. You, or, 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 why a little from column A, a little from column B? On the, on, yeah, on the porn up kind of stuff, it would, it would full be like kind <laughs> of Is like, it like um, the noise of the fingers going in and out, like. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, oh, yeah. It would. It, they'd, they'd literally be they the they'd be they'd be whispering sexual comments and all sorts. I don't know. Tell you invented ASMR, insane clown posse with a track. I stab people. Four or five people every day. <laughs> if you can back up that claim, I'll accept it. But uh... there's loads of stabbing noises. <laughs> mm. I try to see a shrink to stop that shit, but ain't no fucking, fucking way. But um, yeah, there are there are people who uh, possibly pleasure themselves to it. Um, what more can I say? Uh, it does happen. Um, you think about it because because the mics are so loud and so sensitive when they're doing it, and if they panned as well, like I said, it's like in either year, it's like someone's in the room with you. I got my girlie right suppose, here. Yeah, <laughs> so, I suppose, yeah. So, I mean, I, me I, I, I've, I, watched, I've watched it on Twitch, because Twitch is quite popular for it. There's tons on Twitch. It's like anal's always better when they fart, so. isn't it? <laughs> I, I, get, I, guess, I guess straight away they, that, from re- is it? looking at that video, that people would, you know, it's pretty Anal obvious. ASMR, be- what's that? <laughs> that's a whole different thing. That's oh, a whole Gary. different thing. That's Brazilian a, fart on. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. That is, oh, definitely. Gary. I mean, I, I imagine there are probably some kind of videos with farts included in it. Not that I've searched, I'm not going to. 
But um, I don't know. Anyway. I imagine. Well, <laughs> I imagine that probably exists as well, though. But no, with, in terms of this, the, the, the porn kind of side of it, they're obviously like you know whispering all kind of sexual comments, whatever. They they clearly do and all that kind of. It's not just like um, whatever they say in the other videos, you know. Um, that's a whole like, dark, different, darker side of it. Do you think, like, with the people who do a- ASMR, it's kind of similar to the people who cosplay? And I was talking to this with one of my friends yesterday. Right. And, you know, like, the cosplayers who do, like, like they do magic cosplays, they do comic book cosplays, all that stuff. And they got their own uh, Patreon with, yeah. you know, oh, like you get this tier, this tier, right, this right, tier, right. and this tier. Yeah. And, like, you go, oh, yeah, you get my pictures. Blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as you get to, like, you know, the sort yeah. of 50, 100 quid, then it's, like, nudes, nudes. straight up. So do well, you think that the ASMR people who do this, they basically go, with their patron, it's exactly the same thing, where it's just, like, you know, customised. And then it gets down to that, and it's just like, yeah, it's just me finger-banging myself. Like, <laughs> I was thinking that, but I was thinking maybe they have separate profiles for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, a, I got a girl on my Instagram yeah. who's a cosplayer. And then also, uh, I think that's I think that's what a lot of them do anyway. <laughs> the, the cosplayers, anyway, I'm pretty sure that's where they do. They have a separate I'd, one. I'd yeah. imagine they get they get a lot of like perverted comments from yeah. guys constantly. Like they, they bound to be like, there's, there's got to be these women doing it. There's got to be there's got to be lots of people who are, like well, yeah, but, really obsessed with them. And there's got to be. There's but if they're be. making money off these creeps, they're like you know, pay occupational hazard, crazy money yeah, to see yeah. them naked. Then they're going to enjoy the attention, like because that's their money coming in. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think that is what's happening. though. I think we're going on a slightly different route with it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the we are assuming. Is, <laughs> no, the, the YouTube stuff is genuine, straight up ASMR relaxation videos or like that is the I there is I come to the conclusion that is there is little to no dark side of that. That is purely innocent, um, from what I can see. But yes. In terms of the other side of it, did you then... watch that money web video I sent you about that guy that looks a bit like Rich talking about like the fucking kids doing it and stuff? Ah, uh, yeah, there is there is a thing about that. It's I saw about terrible. that. Yeah, it's yeah, grim. That's yeah, just that's, weird. That's just... It is really weird. Yeah. She's, she's like in a cop uniform, like tapping on the car windscreen with her nails, and she got handcuffs, and she's jingling the handcuffs. And not the fact that the guy looks like me, because there's plenty of people that look like me. Yeah. Oh no, the guy that looks like you was against it. He no, I know that's like, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's just that's not the weird part. So if we ever see you in, in a car park, like I, I know you're gonna never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please, no, please don't go that. down that route. <laughs> I mean, how many more episodes can I taint with Peterfell? <laughs> Another twelve. <laughs> do do a few more, perhaps. I'm on a roll. But, um, so. Yeah, like going back to the, I really don't know much more than Sibiria Samar, though. Um, you know, it is. Are you what diddle it is, diddle right? done? More or less. I mean, anything else you want to ask or add about it, or you know, is. Um, no. I, looked it, no, no I looked it up a meridian does mean basically lay lines for the body. Oh, there we go. Then is your answer. We've got the answer within the episode. Does so David like... What are the lines for the body, then? It's your chakra. It's where the energy uh, feels that are being suppressed by the uh, alien overlords. Uh, yeah, what Gene said. Yeah. It's mad how, like, the, over, the overarching theme of our podcasts are always conspiracy-based, right? Flex like David like, bro. Find me, find me an episode where we haven't referenced David Icke in it. <laughs> oh, good night, sweetheart. Oh, oh good night, sweetheart. <laughs> Gary. Ooh, Gary. Ah, that really so lost its way. It's linked to like acupuncture uh, and all that shit. I said that last time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> did you see the good night, sweetheart specials he did like maybe last year or two years ago when they come back? No, I didn't. Yeah, I watched I didn't. them. I can't remember which Phoebe they had in They had the later woman from the past. I don't know. What the wife was. I can't remember which wife they had. I give up. I give as soon as they switched wives and the woman from the past. I know all new female cast. I stopped watching. Not for that reason, but I just lost interest at that point. Why are you going on about this again? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just become one of them. <laughs> Jesus. We'll have to watch an episode of it one day. It is shit. <laughs> it's awful. Like. <laughs> Not a high point in Nicholas Linder's career, even though I think a lot of like old people like it, even though it's about like time travel. It's got that time travel element, isn't it? Like, well, old people don't like time travel. <laughs> I was going to say time travel in a fair. No, they like the wartime aspect yeah, of it. Like yeah. the old days. Right. And... I suppose they don't show it in schools. Other than the fact that he's going back for a piece, like you know, what I mean? he's going back. Yeah. He's going back in time. Like, it's, yeah, there's more or less fucking um, blue. He's on the way down, like through the time portal. It's time tra- time tra- arrives there back in 1946, like a fucking diamond. <laughs> it's time, like, tra- time so travel. Like, a bit of Gary, and he's like, "Fuck the bear." For <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing only. Oh, okay, this is enough. That's enough. Ti- time oh. travel adultery is what I'm describing. You could do a lot of really fucked up fanfic off. Is that my bro? Um, Good noise. <laughs> I give you a bit of cloud oh, water to taste. Oh, my apology. I, I assumed it was no, on, a, on a scale of cloud waters, this is very muddy and it's um it's like a hop soup. It's really weird. I'm not a fan of it. Really like peanut. Oh, it's, it's quite thick and dark and mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, I'm not a huge it, fan of it myself. It is muddy, muddy. It is muddy. It reminds me of the brew you tried brewing that didn't quite make it to a brew. Yeah, I was thinking that, but this is actually drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Anyway, ASMR, are we, are we done? Are we, are we... I think we're done. Are we done? Well, I mean, while you were banging on about fucking Goodnight Sweetheart, me and Tom had a look. And, um, <laughs> and it is actually, well, for, from the ley line standpoint and all that, it seems like it's linked to acupuncture and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So, it, like, I'm guessing... Uh, Doc, why do you have to keep those two boxes next to each other like that? I'm guessing, like, the... Uh, why? What do they say? The sensory <laughs> stuff is all linked I think to we're it. done. I, don't know. Yeah. I think we're done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that was a family guy quote. Um, oh, never mind. I feel like. Oh, so, so are we? Are we timing out? Are we going to take a visit from our sponsors? I think all this talk of pornography. I think we need to hear from uh, Porf's only swingers. Yeah. Club. Um, ah, yes, of course. Um, and they can tell you all about the special one-off deals that they've got going this month. Haven't they got an offer on? They have got an offer on. Do you remember? Um, if you, <laughs> they have a, a bag of granny night. If you turn up, if you show up with a granny. That's, so couples, I think it's £15 for couples, but if you show up with an extra woman who's over the age of 65, she gets free entry. That's oh, cracking. Yeah, that's a good deal. It's cracking. So, free entry into what? The swingers club. The ladies? Not just into the club. Oh. Porf's only swingers club. Yeah. I can't even remember what it's called. Terrible. We're uh, going to lose that sponsorship, I think. We, uh, 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 uh. Just Porf Bridge, you know? <laughs> Underneath <laughs> Porf Bridge. <laughs> oh, what was it called? Yeah, we had an advert for it on our first episode, and I've already forgotten what it was. Oh, shit. It was that music, wasn't it? Welcome. Porf's only exclusive strings club. Nipple twisties. Nipple twisties. Nipple twisties. Nipple twisties. Yeah. I'm glad I remembered that I didn't want to lose that deal. Yeah, man. You know? They they sponsor us to deliver food and all that shit. That, that, that that's what we get. Is the food the food budget is by nipple twisties. <laughs> anyway, let's hear from nipple twisties. Yeah. See you in a bit. Lost the flame in your marriage? Come to Nipple Twisties Swingers Club, the Rhonda Valley's first and only swingers club with OAP discount. Free entry at all hours for those over sixty five. Come and let it all hang out at Nipple Twisties. Find us at Hillcrest Drive, Paul. Okay, hi everybody. Hi guys. And welcome back to this DCast. Um, thank you for listening to that word from our sponsors. To what really grinds my gears? Airline food. Who are they trying to keep out of those things? Those containers? Anyway. Um, yeah, moving swiftly along, we're on to our next subject uh, in the uh, Weird Internet special episode. Um, so it's my subject, and I've picked furries because, oh, they're just adorable. Now, it really freaks me out that people dress up like animals, so I thought, why not? Uh, it's, it's a huge, 
which seems to be a huge internet subculture. Like some of this, uh, like I think it's, I'm really unbiased because some of the um, subs I follow on Reddit, um, like Cringetopia and Just Neckbeard and things, is so much uh, furry jokes and, and shit like that. So the furry um, subculture fascinated me. So I thought I'd do a little bit of digging, see if I can understand these uh, these weirdos. Um, so according to Google, you just type furry into Google, the first thing that comes up is one of Google's little definitions, and it says, a furry is an enthusiast for animal characters with human characteristics, in particular a person who dresses up in a costume as such a character or uses one as an avatar online. Uh, it's also a small fur-covered animal, typically a rodent, but I think that's unrelated. Um, so furries actually predate the internet they've been around since 1980 1980 1980 that's older than me son um the term furry was first used um even though it's been around since 1980 the 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 term was coined in 1983 in like uh some sort of animal uh animation fanzine thing what were they Uh, called before though i don't know let's see if i can find out i don't think i can it doesn't say. <laughs> I'm reading all this straight from the Wikipedia. Um, so, totally reliable source. Ah, it's a very, it's a very, um, a very reliable source. So, by the mid '90s, furries was the actual term that they had adopted for this anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic animal love, I guess, or, or fandom or whatever. Um, so, in the '90s, they started having these conventions and stuff, and it all took off there. And with the advent of the internet in the late '90s, I know. Obviously, the the popularity of the internet and its usage has just exploded as time has gone on. They're now fucking everywhere. Furries are like, I don't know, they kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say they were reviled, but no, they're easily mocked, I think. Look down I wouldn't on. say they were a UK yeah. thing, though, would they? I see one in Cardiff, son. Oh, I take that back. An, act, an actual furry. You can just guarantee. One. Just one. Just an, one. Yeah. And furry. He had, he had a gang of, like, blue banana types around him, ah. but... It was one theory. You can guarantee there's a massive community. Guarantee Under, it. Underground, man. Yeah. There's a world going on underground, said Tom Waits, and he ain't fucking wrong. <laughs> the mole people being <laughs> primarily the, the biggest concern. Um, but yeah, so let's do a little, a little bit more more interesting um, here. So the, like I said, the specific term of furries and fandom of furries was being used in fanzines as early as 1983 and become a standard name for the genre by the mid-1990s, um, where it had been defined as the organised appreciation and dissemination of art and prose regarding furries or fictional mammalian, mammalian anthrop Pomorphic characters. Oh man, I've had you are butchering. Yeah. Anthropomorphic <laughs> characters. Anthropomorphic. I can't say it unless I say it really fast um, because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so, considering the origins of furry fandom, people quote such works as Kimber the White Lion from 1965, Richard Adams' novel, and then terrifying, absolutely terrifying. If you've seen it as a kid, Watership Down. Oh um, yes, yes, mm-hmm. Christmas and, film, eh? <laughs> or any stuff like I know what's really Christmas feed is kill all these fucking rabbits uh, and Disney's Robin Hood because like with the fox and all that shit oh uh, yeah again we just watched a furry documentary quickly on one of Vice's the truth about furries fandom truth. not fair dish there we go and they, they, they were saying that Disney really got the whole anthropomorphic animal thing down to a T and like I go I don't know if it kind of spawn are Disney yeah. to blame for see, yeah I was just thinking of, did they promote them even unwillingly like just just to get them out there do you think Disney are behind everything aren't they yeah. Disney are 
bastards, man. <laughs> um, okay, I've, so I've accidentally clicked on the uh, Wikipedia page for Watership Down. Um, <laughs> Seeing as you mentioned the, the documentary, though, and it, it is uh, fandom not fetish. So we're obviously going to touch on this because, yeah. you know, of the nature of it. Mm-hmm. They say that it's not a sexual thing. That is incorrect. Well, that documentary said that it's not a sexual thing. So there's a term, there's a subculture or subgenre of furries called yifs, where it's, if you're a yif, then... Why yif? yif stand I for? don't know what yif stands for, but yif is, if you're a sexual furry or you're a furry that's into the sex of it, it's a yif, not a furry. So furries aren't sexual by definition? Not by definition, no. It's the fandom of anthropomorphic animals. Um, yifs is when it gets into the sex of it all. So... The sexual aspects of the furry fandom, when compared to the general population, homosexuality and bisexuality are overrepresented in the furry fandom. Um, so let's have a quick look here. There's a figures here I've seen. Heterosexuals need to pick up their furry game. <laughs> there we go. So there was a, there was a, there was a survey done um, with over 4,000 furries or characters or people who played furries, either online right. or with the suits. And they said that 37% of them answered that sexual attraction is important in their furry activities. So it's about well, just over a third, really. So are they attracted to the actual furries, or are they attracted to the people inside? That's what I would just think. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say. It people. doesn't say. They just say it says us that sex is an aspect of their furry activity. Okay. Whereas, like another thirty-eight suit. say they're ambivalent, so they could go either way. Giggity. And the remaining twenty-four percent were like, "No, there's no sexual aspect to my furry." Uh, fucking around or whatever you want to call it. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys, what, what do you, I mean, when have you come across furries? Like, you know, have you ever, I guess you've never read s- it. Just read, read it. Read it. <laughs> read it. I know there was uh, someone in work with me who. Uh, Be careful drew, what you're saying. I know, I know. Drew, drew art for furries. Um, for, for them or? For them. For the she, animals. Like, like she, she wasn't one herself, but um, she, she says anyway. But yeah, she, she like. Drew pictures for people who've done that and stuff. I think there's, there are like artists out there that, that that do it for people as well. Even though that documentary we watched, yeah, that a lot of them draw their own, don't they? And they design their own costumes. They and, design and their, own their own character and everything, yeah. and, and all that. I mean, it's a lot of effort goes into it. It's kind of similar to cosplay in a way. In a way, you, you basically cosplay in your own creation. Yeah. Whereas, mm. yes, yeah, and it, it needs to be an animal as well. Yeah, but like, I get I get the whole thing of wanting to step into a, a character. Maybe I think you could probably relate to this guy speaking freely. You, certainly, you, you, yeah, you, certainly. You, you've played many characters in your many characters <laughs> in my time. Many, many, many characters. Um, what I will ask though is the Are you a furry? I'm not a furry. <laughs> no. The co- the costumes slash suits that they wear in like are they specially designed for them or are they designing them and getting them made? What's what's the deal? Uh, it must probably, be. I think I think originally the, originally the latter. Now like people people build these suits for them. There's a whole industry for it. Yeah, they cost fucking be. thousands of suits. They're ridiculous price. Now obviously because they they need to be completely mobile like chainmail. I guess yeah. it's modern day chainmail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a comparison! Whoa. I, what I want to know is anyone ever died in a furry suit? Probably. Because you've been in a car crash driving your furry suit and it melts to your skin. I imagine. You know what I mean? Something. Oh, you can't identify this man, but he is known as Glorglax. <laughs> <laughs> the space fox. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, see, I love coming up with shit like that. I work so much better when someone else is leading these things and I can like just <laughs> chip in with just useless shit like that. Um, Nobody that could nice sweet out, Raph. Yeah, so can you imagine if we could... Oh, I'm not even going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go down that rabbit hole again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, into that vortex. Um, so... Rabbit hole seems to have a whole new medium I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's quite uh, Apt. relevant. Yeah. So it's something I wanted to bring up because it's it, you know it's something that comes up on the internet more than anything, even though it kind of predates the internet. But other than seeing one in Cardiff like gallivanting around, I, it has no real impact on my life at all nah. in any way, shape, or form. Kind of yeah. same with the AMS, ASMR, or whatever. But like you could type ASMR into Google and whatever, and you could bring up loads of videos, and you can even maybe get into it and enjoy it from the comfort of your iPhone. But I think to be heavily invested in something like furries, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think for, for stuff like that and ASMR and a lot of things on the internet, unless you kind of immerse yourself in it, yeah. it has no effect on your life whatsoever. And this is what I find really weird because people seem to think these days that like furries, for example, and a lot of people go, it's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. And they seem to think that they are right and they should stop doing it. Like, there are, like, over-religious people in yeah. America, and the Westboro Baptists and all that crap. They, against homosexuals and all that stuff. If it's not affecting your life, then why the fuck does it matter to you? <laughs> but it's just, you know. I guess it kind of feeds into, like, people, and I don't say people fear furries, people fear what they don't understand, and they yeah. want to ridicule it and put it down. But, like, I think with the furries, it's so easy to ridicule that, People, you know, well, yeah. you know, it's like the neckbeardy gamer types as well that are doing it, and it's like for the majority. I'm not I'm not saying you know all of them, but like, yeah, no, it's like they they actually said in the documentary years ago, it was Star Trek and Star Wars and all that stuff was kind of looked down upon. Um, yeah, in, the trekkies, in, 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 yeah, trekkie conventions, yeah, and, all that shit. and everyone just thought it was well weird, but now. You know, it's pop culture. It's cool. It's, it's cool to like Star Wars and wear Darth Vader shirts and all that shit. Um, but uh, do you say in theories will become a household? I don't know. Well, <laughs> it'll be like a normal thing. Like, well, like you said, it's been around since the eighties, yeah. so it's got a chance of actually surviving. Which is give it another decade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the apocalypse, like yeah. you know, that'll be <laughs> everyone running around in theories. What's that? It's like that Bruce Willis film when everyone steps into an avatar and they're connected to this. Like, it's kind of like the Matrix, but you have you're part of a character. You play someone else. Um, I forgot what that's called. And, um, surrogate? Oh, Twelve Monkeys. It might be Surrogate. It's not. It's not Twelve Monkeys. Oh, that's a fucking great film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be like that with furries. We're all going to be <laughs> trapped in these like Fallout Three like simulate simulation pods. Yeah. And uh, even Ready Player One is an example of. of I've not of seen that. it, but I've not seen that. No, read it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go but yeah when, we're all going to live our lives as furries from now on this is we we coming back to David Ike's Matrix again you know so it's not uh, <laughs> yeah. it's time to move on there so that, that's it really I just I had a, I kind of flaked on this one because it was a nice easy straightforward one furries are weird but probably misunderstood people kind of like juggalos but that's another thing <laughs> I could have picked juggalos but that's not really an internet yeah you could easily done that huh? they would go in well, so, so still so talk about it by all means juggle like a lotus I um I I, I I guess it's that same type of person that he would attract, I think. Like, Juggalo is mainly American again, though. 
it, uh, well, I seen ICP in Bristol. There were fucking thousands of them, there, man. Yeah, yeah, man. All with the. I did they do the thing where they squirt the like the pop everywhere? Fagel pop everywhere. Actually, they kept launching air through the fucking. I was behind the sound desk, and it, the amount the sound desk was covered in like a, a, a see through vinyl, like you know Mac and. Um, it's fucking bottles, man. I, you know, you did they have to like put their hands underneath it to move shit? I, yeah, I guess they did. Didn't oh, you think that's so? Right. Awkward. And like, you know, the, the sound guy was in a fucking raincoat, like all the security <laughs> he knew the drill. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and the bottles were sailing that far back because they, 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 they yeah. shake up the bounce, huge yeah. two liters and then they bounce them off the fucking trampolines and they just fly in through. I could kill somebody. Like, well, yeah, that's the thing. You, I'm standing there watching a fucking like, insane clown party jumping around, and this, and this fucking two liter just flies past my head, and I'm just like, Jesus, <laughs> man. Um, but most of them end up getting squirted all over the crowd and shit, and like. I mean, I'm sure people caught a few nasty cracks, but I don't think anyone's ever been seriously injured by a Fago bottle or whatever generic pop. It's probably like Sainsbury's 20 pence pop in it over here. They're not going to bring Fago over with them, are they? Um, yeah, I don't know why we're talking about ICP in depth. But it's, oh, yeah, because of the Juggalos. But yeah, the jugg- there's a lot of Juggalos. There's a lot of Juggalos in this country. It's not as prevalent like in, in America, like it's all in mainstream. In Merthyr? I know of one in Merthyr. He's not in Merthyr anymore, is he? He's gone uh, now. No. Where there's one, there's more. I, well, I got two Joker's card tattoos. I suppose you could technically call me a juggalo. I don't identify as a juggalo. <laughs> I enjoy the, uh, what was the, uh, the music. Do you enjoy reason, the music? What was the reasoning behind getting that? It's my, one of my first tattoos, man. I wouldn't have it done now, but I'm not going to cover it up. Is it a regret, or is it just something just kind of like I've done in hours? It was, it was a thing that I did regret it for a while, because I thought, like... Oh, they get poor going on by <laughs> They get so much negative press, you know? Jugg- you know, people think juggalos are idiots and... You know, I didn't want to be associated with people like Juggalos, you know what I mean? With, um, with ICP, though, wasn't it... Did, what was the whole thing about, like, wasn't it, like, actually none of this was real, what were you saying about we are Christians, uh, we're not offensive? Is it something like that? that no, it was, there was a, a pseudo, pseudo-Christian pseudo message to the original... Well, the original, they've gone past that now because they've, they've gone way past it all, but the, the original set of albums were called Joker's Cards, and after six Joker's cards had been played, six albums had been released, the world would end. That was their thing. So the last one, it, the way it was going, it was gonna, the last one would be coming out in the year 2000. But it overran a bit, and it came out in 2003. I think the last one came out. Um, but like the whole like mystery of the ethos of the Dark Carnival and the whole Juggalo thing that they were rapping about, and each Joker's card is like a... Uh, like a it's like a persona like that's the riddle box that's the wraith that was the last one and um they all had like these different like messages and stuff and like um i don't know not lessons i guess but in the last one yeah it was like you had to kind of choose the the last one was the wraith they released released two versions of it and you were supposed to choose depending on how you interpreted the first five jokes. I, rem- I can remember one of the so videos you- from Ari, rather they're like so standing got- in a square and kind of Homies? Homies? No, 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 no. Homies is homies. I'm, I'm aware of that. It's... The only videos I know of... Uh, There's one that... where they went through the Christian phase. It was never a phase. It fucked a lot of people off. Because when you pick the two albums, one is like a hell version and one's a heaven version. And the hell version is fucking one of the best horrorcore like, rap records ever. It's so dark. But like the, the heaven version, Shangri-La, the, there's a like, big 10-minute track at the end where they're like... Basically, say that you know, you know, uh, God is the main juggalo. Like you got to follow God, and 
he's the light in your life and all this shit. It's a really good song, but it's yeah, it's a bit of a cop out. Really. So go, going back to the to the to the subculture of it, um, would you say they're normally quite a violent, hateful kind of? Uh... I don't know. I think some people are probably attracted by the incredibly violent lyrics. Yeah, and that's what it, it can be a bit worrying, but like. It's like, it's a fucking film, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's always fucked me off. Like, it's weird to listen to, like, gore grind and death metal and they got these really disgusting lyrics and minging album covers and shit. That makes you, like, an outsider or whatever. But then you can watch Final Destination where, like, some 18-year-old blondes get a fucking face blown off with a nail gun and it's fine. Everyone wants to fucking see that shit. You know, it's kind of like that, isn't it? Some people, like... I don't know. It's not like everyone who enjoys, like, Saw 5 is a fucking serial killer, you know? But well, there are people who will glorify the Marilyn Manson thing as well. Yeah, still, exactly. That's it. That's exactly that. He Ooh. runs rings around the interviewers when they try and get <laughs> him with that shit. Like he's so he's really like, intelligent. Yes. Marilyn Manson is a very intelligent man. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's playing into his. When Marilyn Manson is in hands. Family Guy and he has the really intelligent voice when he's off stage and he just says all this shit to Lois as well, all that same type of stuff, it's Steve Buscemi who does his voice. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think we've gone massively off track. He looks like um, Nicolas Cage now as well. Who does? Steve Marilyn Manson. No, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Maybe they're the same person. Probably, Whoa. yeah. When was the last time Marilyn Manson did a good album? There's a question for you now. Uh, <laughs> I reviewed one I, of them. The um, answer is never. <laughs> I reviewed one of them for, for when we do a yeah, the, Wax. No, it was, what was that called? The Pale God or something? Pale Emperor? Pale Emperor. There we go. I'm thinking of the Reflecting God. Yeah. I've never song. really liked Marilyn Manson. What was the Golden Age of Grotesque? Gold, I didn't like that. Music. That was a big comeback for him, but I didn't like that album. That had like Obscene or Mob Scene. Mob Scene. Um, Hot Shaped Glasses. That was a different album. That was, it was a different, different That album, was an album yeah. called Half Shaped Glasses. Heart Shaped Glasses. I did like the song he done for Smackdown back in the day. I think it was Fight Song, actually. That wasn't for Smackdown. When we saw him in no, it wasn't for Smackdown. No, it, was, it was on an album. And oh, yeah, he did yeah. release it, but it was the song on Smackdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we saw him in Download, he forgot the words. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Terrible performance. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, so that kind of era. and that, I, What album was that? Antichrist Superstar. No, that's Hollywood. Because um, that was early 2000s. Because yeah. it was in the video game as well. Hollywood. And before that, it was Antichrist Superstar. That's kind of the, for me, the golden age of grotesque as well Mechanic Animals is by far his best album I don't see that's more glam rock stuff isn't it I oh find. I love that I love and you've got the other earlier stuff again like Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids mm. that was kind of grungy in its own way was it the it? guy from Nine Inch Nails uh, found him I think he had a lot Trent to do with Reznor. Re- Trent Reznor's record label and stuff nothing the record label nothing I think he interviewed Trent Reznor one time way back in the day and he was like I could do what you do only a lot better so he yeah. just fucking done this, it like. this, that was the only reason I know that was because he was part of the Dr. Dre documentary Dr. Dre <laughs> on uh, Netflix you know the fuck what's it called I always forget the name of this yeah I forget what it's called oh, I, I still haven't seen it what about the label kind of thing yeah it's basically how Dr. Dre became Dr. Dre and they go through everything and then Trent Reznor's story kind of interwines with um, Jimmy Iovine so yeah, it's pretty. It's really interesting how the two worlds kind of met. Never would have thought Doctor Dre and Nine Inch Nails would be. It's, that, it's like that game. You can always connect someone to someone or someone to something. Six, uh, bacon, six, bacon number. Everyone's what? bacon number. Bacon number. Oh, it seems we're on the internet. This is an internet <laughs> thing, right? I've never heard of bacon numbers. Nope. No. Six degrees of separation. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've heard of that. Ke- yeah, that's Kev- yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon. Kevin Bacon is in so many films that you could actually. I'll get my phone up right. And you give me an actor, um, and I'll tell you their bacon number. Um, 
uh, the guy who's in Mr. Robot I've just played um, oh, Rami, Rami, Rami Malek Rami, yeah. Rami, Rami Malek 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 he's the guy who plays Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> wait did we just have this conversation I don't know <laughs> um yeah <laughs> So what's the Baker number? Like he, so he, he's connected to Kevin Bacon from like six steps. So yeah, um, I'm just trying to find the thing. Usually, Google just does it at the top result. Like they have their own fucking Bacon number. <laughs> Bacon, that's fantastic. I try to think what I've seen Kevin Bacon in recently. I'm pretty sure he was in a film I watched recently, and I can't. I was Kevin Spacey. I seen a film called Moon, and I thought it was. Uh, oh, Kevin Moon's Bacon. great. Fucking brilliant film. Yeah, really good. Random film. I'm just like, I'll check that out. Fucking great. What's his name? Chris Rockwell? Which was Sam it? Rockwell? Moon? The guy who plays the main character. Yeah. Um, it's right on my Google screen. Let me, <laughs> let me just Google that for you. Um, Sam Rockwell, yeah. Yeah, I love that film. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It wasn't anything like what I thought it would be, so it was good. This, this raspberry gauze tastes exactly the same as the um, Neon Raptor Blinnerweiss I just had. You've, un- you've unraveled something by there. This yeah. is the 20th century what? version of... Well, uh, I, go on, sorry. I don't want to go off topic, but what, <laughs> is, what, is, what is like gauze? Gauze is a fruit beer. It's a German fruit beer. It's, so it's more or less like a Blinnerweiss kind of thing then? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. It's kind of like oh, the German version similar. of sours and lambics, but they're not as insane with the yeast and fruit tarty shit. They're more like straightforward, kind of, which just tastes like fruit, I guess. There we go. I found it. Um, so Rami Malek's bacon number is two. Okay. So Rami Malek was in Resurrecting the Champ with Terry Hatcher, and Terry Hatcher was in the big picture with Kevin Bacon. Jesus, man. Like, I went into it before. Wait, isn't Kevin Bacon in, like, isn't he in that fucking really fucking messed up Cronenberg film with Debbie Harry? What the fuck's that called? Videodrome. That's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Young Kevin Bacon. Thing thing is, right? I thought like my my, um, my brother in law told me about this ages ago, and I was like, okay, let's, let's think outside the box. Think wrestlers. I thought so. I put Jeff Hardy in, right? And I thought, no way is he going to be linked to it. But then I realised that he's going to be linked to The Rock. And oh Christ, this website doesn't have it anyway. His is like six, <laughs> just because of that. But it's probably lower now because The Rock has been in so many other films. Yeah, yeah. That's probably gone much lower. But yeah, Kevin, the Baker number thing. It used to be, you just Google it. You just type into Google whoever Baker number and Google will just go six. Straight up Jerry the number. What was that yeah. Phone just fell. Your phone fell on the floor. So I, again, I want to correct myself so I don't have to do this at an episode at the end of the season. It was James Woods in Videodrome, not Kevin Bacon. Um, I don't know how the fuck I confused them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there we go. Yeah, but um, I know you didn't know about the Baker number thing. That's quite surprising. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> what about Alex Jones and Kevin yeah, Bacon? So, yeah, we, we, <laughs> Alex Jones and Kevin Bacon. We're turning the fucking bacon gay. <laughs> gay bacon. Who's in Waterworld, Kevin Costner? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've fluffed out the fur, We've fluffed the furries. Furries. We've fluffed the furries section out by talking about everything except furries. Alex Jones has a bacon number of two. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah, so... A, it, providing this is the right Alex Jones, mind. Mm. It is probably him. Um... A scanner darkly. Yeah. Kraken film. Uh, with okay. Rory Cochran. And Rory Cochran was in Black Mass with Kevin Bacon. What's Alex Jones to do with Scanner Darkly? Yeah, he wasn't might, in that he wasn't in that film. Might be a different Maybe he was and we just no, didn't know. It is the right one. It's all animated, isn't it? It is the right one. You click on the, you click on the link to Alex Jones, it goes to Didn't know Alex, Alex Jones was in Scanner Darkly. Kevin Bacon number two, but 
That's that's quite, that must be a popular bacon number. I recognise. It isn't actually animated, does it? It's kind of darkly. It's animated it's cell, over cell, cell picture. Yeah, it yeah. Cracking film. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay, so I think, as I said, I think we've flogged the furry thing to death by not actually talking about furries. <laughs> we've covered Juggalos and bacon numbers and some films that we've watched recently that may or may not star Kevin Bacon. Um, so moving on to our third subject. Um, that's the Alex Jones versus Joe Rogan. So is this something that's happened recently, or has it been like an ongoing uh, thing? It started a while back. It was, uh, I think, it was about last year when Joe said something about George Soros not being a Nazi uh, collaborator, or you know, and Alex Jones just kind of flipped on him like he does. I beg him for war. What are we looking at? That's his filmography. Alex but. Jones's filmography. Is it actually Alex Jones? Yeah. The Obama deception. It would be something like that, wouldn't it? That's, he played a minor role as preacher in the. See? Role preacher, it's kind of darkly. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, my God. Yes, he is. <laughs> I don't know. That's nuts. You do really think, where have I seen that guy before? It probably must have been kind of darkly. Oh, I've watched I that film him. over I and over. From I know him from something. It is oh, you, isn't it? It is you. It, it is, is him. I know him from somewhere. <laughs> you can follow us at Steve Cash, by the way. Oh, yeah, always at Steve Cash. That's on, that's on Turkey Twizzler. That's on um, Gareth Pizzler. That's on Insta Grizzler. Yeah, all um, of everything. The full nine. Face Bizzler. Face Bizzler. <laughs> have we got a Face Bizzler? Yeah. We have? Yeah. Okay. We have, we have. Okay. I well, like to pretend that I'm too cool to have a Facebook, but I was actually kicked off Facebook. <clears throat> but I never went back, so I'm better than you. They are on Spotify now as well. So, uh, sorry, Tom, take yeah. it away. What's I going think, on with Alex Jones uh, and I'll Joe Rogan? Push on with this. Hold on, let me get comfortable. Right. Well, Joe's been uh, known to criticise Twitter for their rules on like political bias and censorship and shit. So he got Jack Dorsey on, who's the Twitter CEO. But Jack Dorsey also is... Uh, he owns Cash App, which sponsors the Joe Rogan podcast. So, you know, that in itself is a bit fishy. So oh. Joe basically sat back and let... Dorsey just ramble on about loads of uh, well his own his own kind of bias and shit like, and Joe was just like, yeah, yeah, cool. But anybody who's familiar with Jones and Roger know that they've been friends for years and years, and uh, mm. during the last few weeks there's there's been a back and forth between them. And Jones is relentless with his targeting. It's like when he aims his gun, he fucking shoots and he just sprays shit all over the fucking place. Like, no one is fucking safe from Jones. <laughs> and you know, he wheezes himself out until he's like this genetless blob on his fucking desk. Like, yes, no one takes him seriously when he does they that. Shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't. Like, he's, uh, he's like Trump, you know? He's, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they shouldn't have any kind of podium or power. They should just be kind of backseat comedians. They just ridiculous like Kanye West like <laughs> I think uh, Joe Rogan is definitely he's a gay more... fish though isn't he <laughs> <laughs> they even turn the fish yes. I think Joe Rogan Mario is a lot more passive well, than uh, Alex Jones Alex Jones is definitely more animated isn't he I think than who sorry than, than Joe Rogan Joe Rogan oh. isn't, that, isn't that much of a comedy figure in comparison to yeah. Joe Rogan's a stand up comedian right yeah I know but like he's not he doesn't absorb as much ridicule no. as like Alex Jones and stuff like no. he thinks he's a crackpot like, nutter or whatever just to know. clarify we're talking about Alex Jones from Infowars not Alex Jones from the one show I wouldn't dream of bad bows in <laughs> she's beautiful I wouldn't dream of it no not at all yeah, so Jones is like ranting over this fucking Jack Dorsey thing over the only platform they let him on anymore, which is his own, which is Infobos. And uh, they, the rest of the internet kind of pushed him to the streets and he's standing on milk cartons with his megaphone just like screaming on the street corner. No one gives a fuck. Like, 
and uh, Rogan's turned into this kind of mouse with Dorsey. So I've watched a few uh, Joe Rogan podcasts, and the way they set it up is great. You know, he's uh, he just lets them talk about what they want when they want, but that all you know obviously opens it up for exploitation. So Alex can say what he wants, Dorsey can say what he wants, but Alex doesn't like that because. Obviously, Dorsey's pushing the propaganda of the the media and all that. The Twitter sphere. The twit, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But no like, he doesn't represent the views of people on Twitter, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but on shows like that, you need the yin and yang. You know, you need you need the Alex Jones and you need the Dorsey just to kind of level it off. Otherwise, you're just pushing one kind of agenda, and this it's not like a sitcom. You get them living together <laughs> in a penthouse somewhere. <laughs> you fucking string him up. <laughs> Physically, not not uh, not physically violent. Yeah, so that, that kind of started when Joe was uh, he mentioned about Soros, and then Alex just went off on it. Fucking apparently, Soros was pretending to be a German rounding up the Jews in World War Two and all that, and Alex obviously wasn't too happy about Joe kind of dismissing that. So well, the, I thought for Alex Jones was some right wing maniac said the media. He He's is. painted as such, though, isn't he? Why would he hate him being a Nazi, then, if he was a right-wing psychopath or such? What do you mean by that? What are you saying about him going off on one about being... About George Soros? Oh, wait, so you were saying George Soros was a Nazi? Yeah, he... Ah, right, he's, I'm with you, he's sorry. A, he's a yeah. Jewish person, like George Soros is, but he was pretending to be a Nazi yeah, yeah. and, like, rounding up all his friends and all that, kicking them up the house. And I, like, I'm sorry, yeah, we've covered this before on the yeah. one of the David Light ones or something, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we passed through that one, um... Well, yeah, that's crazy. So they just taking pot shots for each other. And Joe Rogan, as anyone fucking who watches it knows, knows he loves his DMT. He's always have you seen any of that stuff? <laughs> uh, he all he goes on about is his DMT, and um, he says he, he sees things like the the geometrical cities and the clockwork elves and all the fucking crazy you know, interdimensional it's, shit. It's worrying that everyone that takes DMT says that. I know, all the, the same experience, you know, they get like the spirit guide leading them through the cities. That and crackling noise, like a crumpled up piece of paper <laughs> and you break through into the, and that's my terrible Terence McKenna impression, but yeah, it's, it, it, you know, there's like, it's similar, like when we were talking about the Anunnaki stuff with the, the David Icke thing, there's so many reports of When are we not talking thing. about David Icke? I know, but like all, all, all the stuff is the same. People have these experiences which are, are different, but like almost identical when they say about like, they own different worlds and like mechanic. You could see the mechanics of everything, and it's just like yeah, fuck. You know, you see the cog that you are fitting into. I would the world. love. I would absolutely love to take TMT, but I'm way too much of a shit ass to completely know, have yeah. the ego death and just have like you know the world just completely reinterpreted for me. Like you know, I don't want to um, move to like a hostel in fucking Kathmandu and just sit there. <laughs> What's the peep show thing? Scrawling an icing creed all over my legs, like eating the teller out of a jar. But um, yeah, I don't peep know. Shows, huh? Huh? Peep shows, huh? Peep shows, huh? We're all show. fucked. Yeah, peep show. You can't trust people, Jeremy. Two euro. People voted. Yeah, for, 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 looping all the way back to the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, tangent over. What's <laughs> mental, though, is that when Joe says this shit about DMT, people are like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, you know, seeing all this shit. But then Alex Jones brings something up. And then that's the end of it. Oh, he's a crackpot, you know? 
even though Alex Jones is a lot more anime, as, he, as he said to him in uh, in that clip I saw he's like not everything's a fucking conspiracy isn't he? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what Joe said so everything is yeah. a conspiracy <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. taking back a year and Joe was like oh the, the moon landing's fake you know he, he's like why the turnaround then yeah, son he just snapped like that that's exactly the question like, like that's why, what we want to know why the turnaround I think Joe is just a more likeable person than Alex Jones he is, he is yeah. definitely it's yeah. like he seems like the type of person that you would want to hang out with I'm a pretty weird son exactly Exactly. Pop them on a tiny what, what we, uh, Saturday afternoon, have a brew. Yeah, Chris. What have we got to do to get Steve's Steve cast on the Joe Rogan podcast? Poker. What's the question again? Poker, poker, poker. AMSR, you motherfuckers. No, I, I asked, what have we got to do to get Steve cast on with Joe Rogan? Uh, All right, okay. Well, become famous. How many dicks have you got to stack guard to do that for us? A simple message, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Joe's been trying to fucking like de escalate the situation. Like, Alex. You're a good friend. If I saw you in the street, I'd shake your hand. And then, it, you know, Alex then, you're just like, I'll fucking string him up. I'll fucking get him by the bars, man. It's fucking war, man. It's fucking don't, war. Don't, don't forget the stabbing noise. It's going like... Joe's like, I don't want to fight you, man. I don't want to fight. But Alex will not back down. He's fucking relentless. No, no one wants to get in an argument with Alex Jones. No, that's the end of it. I think the core goes, uh, when I get my hands on you, when I get my hands around your neck and all your so-called male prowess, you will understand and you will know. Ha, ha, ha. You think I like the fact that I know they're killing kids right now, sucking their blood? You won't man up and say it's wrong. You have one chance to get on your knees and ask Jesus Christ to cleanse you. That's amazing. <laughs> 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 and then Joe Rogan's like, I don't hate the guy, but when he starts talking about demons, it gets a bit far. <laughs> it's a bit much. Yeah. Oh. I think Joe's just genuinely concerned about a friend's mental well-being, whereas Alex is just on this mental tirade of craziness, you know? I tell you what, I'm drinking uh, Wild Card Brewery <laughs> Raspberry Gose, and it's absolutely fantastic. Gose. It's a nice colour on the... Uh, Gose. I'm colour on it, so I've got colour on that. Gose, is it... Get him in, go Give us a swig of that in, son. Have a bit yeah, of a... Don't be selfish. Don't, don't be so selfish. Don't be so the, selfish. Pardon me. I know the big red doesn't like um, Berliner Weiss. It's, it's very... Oh, is it Berliner Weiss, is it? No, it's a sour. It's a raspberry very sour. Have a sniff, son. Have a sniff. It's a bit... What were we even talking about? I broke open this fucking Tiny Rebel collab with the Yeasty Boys. It's part of their new fucking birthday series, and it is... That is very strong. It's ridiculously strong, man. It's melting mm. in my face right now. This yeah. is really bland. Bland, well, Top Christ. review. I don't, I, don't, I don't know where to take offence by that. I do apologise to the uh, Wildcard Brewing Company. So, where are we? What's the next on the agenda? Have we got anything else to cover with regards to. No, that, that's pretty much everything I had. Just Alex going mad. But that's just what he, he does, does, don't it? That's, that's how he, he does, makes his yeah. money. That's how he makes his money. I was like, I was reading it, reading it earlier, and I was like, oh, it's just Alex Jones, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. through, not that I, I don't really know much about him, to be honest. I don't really watch his videos or anything. He's, I probably should. Actually. He is a character, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say he's a character. It's like the whole um, what's her name, Katie Hopkins. Mm. Yeah, is, is that a character? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's just is, apparently yeah. it's it's just a persona. Excuse, man. I don't think Katie Hopkins well, is What did she say? She doesn't like kids that have geographical names? Yeah, I know, <laughs> kids named India. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's a oh, fucking dick, bitch. don't she? She's a just troll, then. She's a troll. She is a troll. She's a, and she looks like is, one though, as well. The thing is, though, she legitimately yeah. speaks for such a fucking huge percentage 
of the British population. Yeah, but so does Alex Jones with America. Do you remember when Trump uh, retweeted one of her tweets and said about the (laughs) intelligent journalist Katie Hopkins and everyone (laughs) just slated him on Twitter, just like, you would know nothing. You know nothing. He did did a lot of Britain Britain first retweets as well, didn't he? They were done well. They they've been well. deplatformed, haven't they? Britain, Britain first. Have they? Yeah. Are they, they, they I'm not fucking surprised about that. What about the EDL? Because they, they just got in trouble. What about the same with the EDL? Their leaders like in and out of prison and stuff. Yeah. That, I just thought I'd mention. You know, you mentioned mentioned Ike amongst everything that we've done tonight. Basically, every single yeah. podcast. Just to touch on this, as Good it was night, in the sweetheart. <laughs> it was in the news lately about his visa being uh, revoked from Australia for his Dave, tour. David Ike. Yeah. It was in the news. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen about that. That'll yeah. come up on his website soon about the globalists fucking revoking. His yeah, license. and like um, the uh, there's a lot of the, one of the Australian parties were like all for it, and they were just like, "Oh, it's great that they revoked his visa." And then David, David Icke was like, "You know, oh, they're trying to get, them, trying to get me, trying to get me." <laughs> and it's just like that's the you worst know. thing you can do for someone that yeah. has got that like uh, it, business model of their life. It like. feeds into the narrative yeah. that yeah. he's been persecuted since day one. I'm quite, I'm quite surprised none of you actually. Read that? I didn't no, know. It came, no, it came up on my Google News, that. and I don't even read David Icke stuff. And I hope it's covered in the documentary drama about his life, Renegade. Oh my god! Oh, when is, it, when is that out? <laughs> Are you directing that? No, 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 no. Told us. Anyway, we've gone massively off the oh, topic. Yes. Oh yes. Wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind a bit. We're not going to rewind. We're going to hear from one of our sponsors. A problem, not issue. We're going to cap off the episode with the final subject, and of course, the mandatory quiz. We'll be right back after this message. Welcome to Magic Mike's Motorcycle Emporium. They're all facts, and you haven't got MOT or license. Come on down. We're next to the chippy on Maltbus Road. Come get him for the scrap. He does. Let me fucking tell you. Have you had an accident in the last five years that wasn't your fault? We specialise in injuries in the workplace, and with over 25 years' experience in the field, we work upon a no-win-no-fee basis. But don't just take our word for it. I thought it'd be a laugh to take a picture of my ass in the photocopier, but when I sat on it, I fell right through. Injury lawyers, they sorted me right out well. And that Janice, all oh, the things I do to her, you would not believe. All calls are monitored for training and monitoring purposes. Hi guys, welcome back. So... We're going to kick into our final topic. Um, it's kind of like a mix, so it's the topic and it's the game at the same time. We're going to try and weave the okay. two together. Um, so it is game. about the Mandela effect. So I've got a little bit here about the Mandela effect. Nelson oh. Mandela, is your son? Aye, Nelson Mandela. So yeah, didn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. He is actually dead. Um, prison, fucking war criminal. <laughs> So, basically, the Mandela effect is a false memory, and it's a psychological phenomenon where a person recalls something that did not happen, or differently from the way it happened. So, sometimes a group of people can experience this, and that's been dubbed the Mandela effect. It's like what she was saying, it was rape, but I was saying it wasn't rape. So, what would you believe? Mandela effect, duh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some people kind of mistake the Mandela effect for stupidity, essentially. Like, we've watched a couple of videos on oh, YouTube. We indeed. Some of the Mandela effects people come up with, like, Will Smith not having a moustache in Men in Black, and he's just like, <laughs> what the fuck, fuck you on about? So, so, some people confuse it with just bad memory. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, just bad know, memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know what never happened? Men in Black 2. Oh, yeah, Mandela effect. Mm. 
So, um, yeah, the name stems from a variety of different people uh, believing that Nelson Mandela, uh, the former president of South Africa, uh, died in the in prison in the 80s. Um, he didn't. Yeah, for, can I people, just stop you there? Though? People claim he did. What, what about that whole free Nelson, free Nelson Mandela concert and stuff? That I clearly remember hearing about it happening. Did that never happen? Like, And the song as well. Mm. People are fucking idiots, Scar. I so, think that's the lesson we need to take away from this. <laughs> some, like, some, some people claim that um, they remember his funeral being shown and they remember a very heartfelt speech from his widow. What? Yeah. I didn't know he but, was married. But, like... Winnie Mandela... <laughs> but there was probably another massive state funeral that was aired on TV and it was just misconstrued or just whatever. Um, this isn't the case, though. And if you ask any South African, this is, this is the weird thing about the Mandela effect. If you ask any South African, they know for a fact he did not die in prison. Of course he didn't. What about, because... what about the Antwerp? What do they think? <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, because he was obviously the... He's basically their biggest celebrity, isn't he? You know, yeah, yeah, he is yeah. He is the, the biggest name. Uh, Deant Wood. <laughs> um, so, Coney. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the, the most popular Mandela effects, and we do have visual representation of this. I know what he's going to say, I reckon. I've looked a lot into this. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's that of the cartoon of the Berenstain Bears. Ramstein Bears. Do you want to get the mug there again? I was watching, now. I've actually got a Berenstain Bears mug. So people believe, um, and pretty adamantly as well, that they were called the Berenstein Bears, not the Berenstain Bears. Um, I'll just stop you a second again. Um, I will be putting this on our um, various social media. I've actually got a cup from... Speed of the mic, you fucking imbecile. It's, it's from 1987. I've got a mug here, and it is specifically spelled Berenstain, as in S-T-A-I-N. That's... That's the correct way. Which proves the theory wrong in my eyes. I mean, you yeah, know what I mean, I mean it, it, it is funny because, like, um, when I was when I was writing my notes right. in this, right, and okay. I spelt Berenstain, and then straight after I said Berenstein, autocorrect, underlined Berenstein as incorrect. Ah, see, I was like. Ah, they fucking they know. know. It they looks know. like it, it looks like it should be Berenstein, though. It really so, does look like it should be. That's how they. That's how they get you. You know. Well, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of proof to support it. I mean, you just watch the fucking cartoon, but um, there have been photos, and I had a look because there is a, a Mandela effect subreddit as well because it's subreddit for fucking everything. Of course it is, man. Um, and someone did post a, a cassette, a VHS tape. Um, I bloody penciled, was I? No, it was actually they. It was a, it must have been a printing mistake because they had both Berenstain and Berenstein. Ah. It could have been on a bootleg, both you know. It could have been a, can you bootleg <laughs> Berenstein? Is there a market for bootleg Berenstein bears um, videos? So, you know, and it is literally just one letter. So it, it, there is every chance that someone misspelt it on a thing, and that's yeah. that's where it's come from. Um, so that's a popular reason. Um, but there is uh, another way of explaining. <laughs> The uh, the reason why people believe this. So in America, there are more names ending in st- in Steen. Jewish names. Jewish names. Yeah. So yeah, Jewish names. So there are more names ending in Steen than Stain. Yeah. Far more. So that mixed with the cursive style of the of the logo, mm-hmm. just you know, people just immediately think Steen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Steen or Stein. Or... Yeah, I think I think that's why people are remembering it wrong. Yeah. Um, 
I've got the proof, Lushan. I've so you got, got the proof. You've got the proof, I've, yeah. yeah. Living, so, breathing proof right in front of you. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That, that's, just, that's just one example of the Mandela effect. Um, yeah. There is another theory to the Mandela effect as well. Okay. okay. Which is the alternate reality theory. <laughs> I've not heard this. Please explain. This is right up my street. <laughs> so this was founded by Fiona Broom in 2009. Fiona who? <laughs> <laughs> Fiona Broom. Broom, Christ. Broom, yeah. Um, Any so, good at Quidditch, son? So she... <laughs> Christ. Harry Potter, every episode. Henry Pizzler, <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry Potter's hair. She believes that the changes we experience uh, is because it happened in an alternate reality, which is temporarily crossed over with ours. And the people that are experiencing the same Mandela effect saw the reality shifting phenomenon without even realizing it, causing them to remember events slightly differently. Is that. Uh, are you David Lynch? The beers are not what they seem. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, this, th- there is a website called MandelaEffect.com. And that's where I got some of this information from. That is the conspiracy site. That's where I got that information What if from. life is a Mandela effect? Oh, fuck. Every single aspect of reality is a Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, kind of, you know about... I know Gareth, Gareth has done a bit of research can on we, this before. So. Can we mention the, um, the most famous... If I'm allowed to chip in. The most famous Mandela effect I know of is Shazam with the uh, the actor Sinbad. It's not one of my quiz questions because I know it's one of the most famous ones. It's my right. honourable mention. So, yeah, go ahead. And All right. Yeah, <laughs> I've not um, basically, basically, they say that... Um, I don't know if you're, just, you're familiar with um, Sinbad. He's, he's the fella in Jingle All The Way that's like the post office worker that's chasing after them. They both yeah. want the toy. It's that actor. Anyway, uh, apparently there was a film out in 1990-something yeah. um, that was a genie, um, and he was called Shazam, and he was the fella Sinbad playing it. Um, a lot of people remember it. A lot of people went to see it. A lot of people recall buying it, etc., on VHS or whatever. But apparently, it never happened. No. Uh, there was absolutely, funnily enough, fast rewinding forward. There is a movie out called Shazam at the moment in the cinema. Well, um, yes, that's based on the, based on the comic book. Though, I know so, that. I know yeah. that. But um, no, there was never a movie called Shazam with the genie, and there was never Sinbad playing him, etc., etc. He denies it. He laughs about it, and yeah. sometimes there is. Um, Something he made recently where he, he does dress up as a genie yeah. and stuff, and um, some there kind was, of like little... there was also a show back in the the nineties where he dressed up as a genie, but it was like um, a sort of uh, you know like those shows where they have a presenter and then they present like this other yeah, commercial yeah. thing, yeah. and he was dressed as a genie for that, but it wasn't like a, a full on film. So but, back in the nineties, he was in so... a really famous TV show. <laughs> but he, apparently he he was in a famous film, but he wasn't in a famous so, film. It never happened. Conf- I've never seen that film. I'll be honest. The but confusion. it bloody exists, that's why. <laughs> the confusion, no, I think the main confusion from this comes from Shaquille O'Neal being yeah. in a film called Kazam. That's right. Yeah, with Shaq, Shaq played. Uh, did he play genie though, or did he not play a genie? Yeah. He did play genie. Yeah, that's what people thought. Shaq was was Sinbad. Sinbad. Shaq. Yeah. Why? I I I don't know. I think it. It, there are images of Simba like he was in a show in the late 90s where he like I watched a video on this and they said that he wore clothes that were similar to what genies wear and I, when I watched the video I, I was just like, like parachute pants I, I was, I was you just assume my fashion as a, as a genie I'm offended I, I was looking at these these clips and I'm like it's just bad 90s clothing it's just this is not, not genie it doesn't yeah. you know it doesn't look like friggin is he a gene genie gene genie gene genie as a gene genie I'm offended by these statements so it's kind of like the Lawrence Fishbone and uh, Samuel L. Jackson crossover as Morpheus 
Tell you what, Samuel L. Jackson, God bless him, he would have fucking butchered Morpheus. It would not have been a good movie. <laughs> a lot of people Damn! Think, a lot of people, uh, yeah, a lot of people do think that was Samuel in that film, don't they? A I, lot know, of people. I don't know why, because it wasn't. So now that you brushed up with the Mandela effect, we'll go into the quiz. Mandela's dead, isn't he? Queen Army Dollar is his son. Okay. In prison? Yeah, Christ died. He's in prison. Apparently he? he died in prison, now. So, can you recall the famous line from the Forrest Gump movie? Forrest Gump, I certainly can, one of my favourite films. Go for it, guys. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, is his son? <laughs> <laughs> you got new legs, Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. <laughs> T- titanium alloy. <laughs> I remember, the, I remember the line well. Very well indeed, son. Very well indeed. Oh, Titanium alloy. You're such a prick. Not that, not that quote. Is there another line in that film? I don't think there is, is there? No, I think that's the only line think, in the film. I don't think there's another line in that film. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to go with. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. The, the main one. The main one. The main one. So, what is it? Uh, do you want me to leave the whole bunch? Well, someone answer. Okay, oh. I can do it. I can do it. Um, oh, it was Bella Lugosi that played him. He's a... Um, uh, he say, uh, he say, ma- Mama always used to say, "Laugh was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get." Chocolate. Okay, you two. Do you agree with that? Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna. I don't know. I ain't got a clue. I've seen it like twice in my life. I really, not really my type of film, so I can't really Tom? remember. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I remember, I guess. Okay, you two get a point. Right. Okay. You don't. Where's Sean. he going with it? Why? Where's, where's the big point? red going with why it? Why don't I get a point? Tom, Tom agreed with Gareth, so that's why. genie bias coming out again. So, <laughs> Gareth said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You said when you... Uh, life is. Life is like a box of chocolates, and never that. So life, life was. was. Is this cosmic as fuck? Is his mother like a spirit or something? The thing is, a lot of people say, a lot of people are adamant that it was his because was doesn't make sense. And it, it doesn't, mm-hmm. but he is no, challenged, he, isn't Can it? I just stop you, though? He's referring to his, his dead mother, and she used yeah. to say that life was like a, a bo- box of chocolates. Yeah. So that's, that's it's in um, past tense, sort of. It's like... Yeah, yeah you read the Nath of Vamp, you die. when she said it. Huh? She went I think his, his entire life is retrospect on that bench, isn't it? Who is it? Yeah, he's, yeah. he sat on the bench. So and yeah, he, she she dies, doesn't she? In uh, the film. His mama dies and Jenny dies. My Jenny, she, Jenny dies as Mar- well. Jenny should run off. And his mama dies. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, some people think that it's it's the accent in the film that kind of throws it off, but like. I've listened to it. And I don't think it's the accent. I just think it's people. Have you seen that film? Forrest Gump it. lands that plane on the river. That's cracking thing. Oh, um, uh, what's that called? It's like, oh, there's a bird strike in my I, right. I am the captain. No, <laughs> what's it called? Is it called Captain something? Captain. It's called Hudson. No, it's Hudson. called. What's it called? I've seen this film recently. Uh, no idea what you're on. Sully. Sully. It's called Sully. Sully. Yeah, Sully. Yeah. Um. Tom Hanks is brilliant. Good film, actor. good he's film, fantastic. He's, he's, he's well. such a good actor. Castaway, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's also Woody in Toy Story. <laughs> I like the one when, when he's stuck in the airport. Have you ever seen that one? Oh yeah, that's um, really good. That is. Uh, we were on about this in work. Either today. Terminal or Lost in Translation. Yeah, terminal. Or terminal. I don't know. Uh, I think it's terminal. Don't forget Saving Private Ryan. That's another one. Yeah, it's a cracking film. Um, anyway, bless yeah. his heart, near Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, he collects typewriters as well. Anyway, what the fuck? Who the fuck collects typewriters? There was something about that. Like, didn't they? Type someone typed no someone sent him a typewriter and he uh, sent them like a uh, mail back yeah. on the typewriter yeah. which was awesome. He like when he, he replies the fan mail on typewriter. Yeah, that's yeah. cool as fuck. That that's must take cool. fucking ages. Fair yeah. picture. He loves it though. Absolutely loves it. Um, I hung it on me wall. Yeah. But yeah, what, what else I found on on that particular 
like the the Forrest Gump quote was there was a uh, a book uh, called Norwegian Wood by that's a Beatles song. It is a Beatles song by Haruki Murakami. I hope I pronounced that Good right. Um, the first it was first published in, in Japanese, obviously in 1987, and in English in 1989, and has the following: Just remember, life is like a box of chocolates. So they say That's it is. So some it. people, I, like, I'm not saying that book is like really, really famous, but some of I got it from that. Side note: um, me and Gareth used to be in a band called Man of the Hour. We were in a band. We were, and um, I'm actually guilty of this Mandela effect because okay. we had a song uh, called "Now I Know What a TV Dinner Feels Like." TV dinner, yeah. After the Die Hard quote, it was our most famous song. And in the chorus, I sing. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. You never oh, know what you're going to get. Oh, it does as well. And when I was... when Life's I was like oh, a box of chocolates. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I remember it, I remember and, it. Uh, hey, fuck you, man. Don't remember what she said. I know, I know. I remember it, I remember it. I remember, like, when I was writing this up, I was like, oh, shit, I'm guilty of this. So, yeah, there we go. Um, I do have, like, a conspiracy versions to these ones as well, but there isn't a conspiracy answer to this one. Um okay. Although the comment section on MandelaEffect.com would strongly disagree that he that he's always said was, and they reckon that it was re-recorded. Well, like over no way. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, this is this this feeds into another one which you may or may not have on your list, which I won't mention in case it's on the okay. list. All right, all right. But if it isn't, I'll come back to it at the end. Yeah, I got honorable honorable mentions at the end, so we can uh, cover it on there. Um, so the next one. So Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Porky Pig. Are all part of which classic cartoon series? Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Porky Pig. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Looney Tunes. Okay, how do you spell that? Oh, we done this earlier. I can't remember though. I've <laughs> already forgotten which one's the right yeah, one. I don't, I don't want to be that. That's the. Ah, what are you asking me how to spell it? Tunes. T U N E S. T U N E S. Do you reckon? Even though it makes no sense, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? I, I, like you said before, it was orchestra music. It was meant to be for it. Yeah, man. So the tunes. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're all right. You all get a point for that. So Bangin'. tunes is correct. Um, and this this is this is a really easy one to explain and where the confusion came from. In my eyes, people are stupid. That's yeah. the whole this whole subject is yeah. based on that. <laughs> so, um, first of all, uh, tunes is correct. Like you you mentioned. Uh, to the nature of the cartoons, because they were created to showcase musical compositions from the Warner catalogue, um, alongside its sister company, Merry Melodies. Hey, Melodies, yeah, Christ, Which you do see at the end of some of the... So Warner and all they were originally like just music, orchestra they, and the music. Um, I've, got, I've forgotten the name who pitched it now. Someone pitched it to, to Warner to say, oh, we want to create these cartoons, but we want to showcase the back catalogue that isn't being used by Warner as all these bits of music that they own. So they created these cartoons as visual elements with the music behind them and just kind of showcased that. Um, I never knew that. So, yeah, it is, it's pretty cool. Um, the confusion, two things. So it's a cartoon. It's, mm. it's only natural, people think, toon, because it's a cartoon. And you had Cartoon Network that aired it and stuff like that. So, and they had, oh, what's it called, like Toonami, stuff like that. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah, tunes. I yep. never, I never guessed what tsunami meant. It was before I knew what a tsunami was, <laughs> which um, are actually devastating natural disasters and shouldn't be joked about. True, true, very true, Sean. Um, <laughs> any, anyway, carry on. Uh, Grow that conscience, Sean. But I think, I think the biggest uh, sort of throw off the, the 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 thing that threw people off the most with this was 
Warner released a, a, a series called Tiny Toon Adventures in 1990. I remember which, it. I, which was was young, about, I was young enough to watch it. You were 12 yeah. then, <laughs> um, and they're I all, remember it well. It's just all kid versions of Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, all that crap. And the thing that they had was, like, with, you know, with the intro where you have, like, um, uh, Porky Pig going, that's all, folks, all that stuff. It was all, like, in that same style, just a bit more colourful. But it was Tiny Toons, so it was T double O N S, right? And that was like in the same style as Looney Tunes, but Toons. So I think that's where people got it confused from. People are stupid. Or if you want the conspiracy explanation, I, I want a conspiracy explanation. First. So completely unnecessary. This this is a direct quote from the Mandela Effect uh, site. So. Everyone who thought they saw Looney Tunes was mistaken. I don't believe that, based on the volume of reports I received, but it must be mentioned if we're considering every possibility. Everyone who saw Looney Tunes online had slid into a reality where that was the correct spelling (laughs) and then slid back into this reality without noticing any other alternate reality cues. What what is with these Mandela effects and realities and and modal realities and (laughs) travelling to... Um, the veil, or whatever you want to call it, between realities thinned briefly and only in certain locations. So the alternate reality's Looney Tunes name phased into view, uh, into view in or from this reality. So that's the only thing that bled over. The, bre- was the spelling <laughs> of fucking the, bre- the brief change from Looney Tunes to Looney Tunes was deliberate, and either a prank or a social experiment at the scale of which would be impressive but not impossible. Jesus, man! <laughs> I found that fucking hilarious when I was that, reading it. That's, that's, uh, it's just I, like, oh yeah. So the, this, like you said, this bled into our reality, and it's the spelling of a cartoon. Just like, yeah, okay, yeah, not, not, for, nothing, for nothing like in Fringe, where like you know, massive buildings merge into each other, <laughs> and like the same guy gets fucking merged into his alternate reality body, and he's like, "Tell my wife I love her," and he was never married in this world or anything like that. Fringe is crazy. It's like show. that Cloverfield oh, paradox, you know? Have you seen that? Oh. I haven't seen that. Uh, I mean, then I won't go any further. Same <laughs> thing. Fall on deaf ears, I'm uh, But yeah, you all get a point for that. You all uh, oh, correctly. Fantastic. Uh, uh, I'm already one behind. I'm never going to catch up because there's only three more questions. They might get all of them wrong. True that. True uh, that. Keep these questions coming. Oh, indeed. I think it's not Terrell. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. In the 1937 <laughs> Disney classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, nice. what famous quote does the Queen say to the mirror? <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? I'll eh? play into it, come on. <laughs> Go on, in. either one of you. Uh, I've watched too many Mandela videos, I kind of know what it is, am I allowed to say? Go on, let's let 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 go first. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Whomst beast the fairest <laughs> of them all, my lady. I don't know. I would have said what Tom said. Yeah, I, I don't want to be that guy, on. but you, it, it you is. You are um, the one here. You're doing it right now. It's, it's um, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? You're uh, wrong. You are all wrong. Yeah. Uh, mirror, so, mirror on the wall. I do not associate. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. It is. It's the fairest one. I'm sure it's the fairest one. So. Magic mirror on the wall. Oh, magic mirror. Who is the fairest one of all? I got it half right. I, I didn't know it was, <laughs> no, everyone, the wrong one everyone thinks is mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? That's why everyone thinks it is. It's not. It's magic mirror on the wall. Isn't there one called knew, mirror, mirror? I knew it was isn't fairest. It? I knew it was fairest one. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, magic mirror. So yeah. this one, uh, yeah, it's, 
I think it, this one kind of because Snow White comes from the Brothers Grimm. I think the confusion comes from there because in the Brothers Grimm, a brother Stieg. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> because I, I, I've got the German pronunciation here, but I don't know how to say it. I do so, not associate so, with Germans. Um, so the the start of the quote is. <laughs> Spleglin, Spleglin. <laughs> Stegen, Stegen, <laughs> Which translates to mirror, mirror. I, I, I reckon I've butchered that. I, I really do. But yeah, that's that's the gist of it. So that translates to mirror, mirror, and that's in um, the Brothers Grimm. Uh, it's followed by Where ist die schonst im Gazen Land? Translated as Who is fairest of us all? Such a romantic language. It's lovely, isn't it? It's beautiful. Perfect for ASMR. Um, Disney obviously changed it to Magic Mirror and due to pop culture references to this in films, TV series and cartoons there are far too many to mention I think off the top of my head I think Shrek done it and they said Mirror Mirror but they all say Mirror Mirror yeah, so the, the, I it, thought when you said when there was going to be something wrong it would be in the rest of the like, yeah. not the Mirror Mirror bit so it's the Mirror it's, they, they all said Mirror Mirror um there was even a film with Julia Roberts up in 2012 called Mirror Mirror. I was just going to say, I'm sure there was a fucking film called Mirror Mirror. And, yeah. and there's an 8D song called Mirror Mirror. Oh, is there? Yeah. Um, and I have the conspiracy view, which I'm pretty sure this is the one you all want to know about. Has it got anything to do with alternate dimensions? It certainly has. Fantastic. So since our memories happened in another reality, I'm not sure we'll find good, credible support and evidence in this reality. I don't believe anyone is tampering with history, media errors, bias, and propaganda exist. They're not part of the Mandela effect. In fact, I believe people's memories are more reliable than society suggests. In my opinion, many, perhaps most, of those alternate events happened, just not in this reality. We may be sliding from one reality to another. We may be in a holodeck or a forgotten holodeck memories. And other explanations may emerge. All because of this fucking thing. <laughs> I love it. So we're, we're in a simulation and the only fucking evidence I, we got is magic mirror on the wall. I love that they mentioned holodeck. I was just like, oh my God, this is brilliant. I would love like, a holodeck one. A holodeck would be brilliant. Best thing ever. The, one of the later episodes of The Orville where... Um, Bordas oh, has Bordas. a porn addiction and he, he goes into the holodeck with all these different sexual fantasies. It's so good. They're all just laying there naked. <laughs> like when they're trying to fix it and they're just stroking his head. Yeah. Oh, man. The Orville's great. Cracking. Uh, so, uh, I got two. Yeah, I got two questions left. So, none of you got a point in that one. See? Nope. Maybe we'll catch I up. can maybe mm-hmm. level it up. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, what was the famous quote used by Sir Anthony Hopkins' character, Hannibal Lecter, when greeting Clarice, played by Jodie Foster in the Oscar-winning film The Signs of the Lambs? I can smell your cunt. Bonus, bonus, I, uh... bonus points for impressions on this one. So you might all get a point he was for like, impression. Are you love? You look well. <laughs> I know the parody, and it was something like a... I know it. I should know this. I've seen this film fucking hundreds of times. Taste your liver with some cod beans and olive oil. That's, yeah, that's, that's not that's the first thing he says, though. It is like... The, the most famous quote that never was. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Or something like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but that's... But, mm, is that what he said? He's like, how, how, how do you know my name? Says I've Jordan been Foster. expecting you, Clarice. I've been is expecting that? you, Clarice. No, is God, that what he said? Do you, want, do you want to give it a go, guy? That one guy throws spunk in her um, eyes, doesn't he? Like a, <laughs> bang, right. He's like a... Spider-Man said... He said... Hello, Clarice. What a, like, good evening or something? Good evening. 
Good evening, Clarice. This is Democracy right. Manifest. He's a dumb... Sorry. He's, he's a black that happened by the penis. Ah, <laughs> right. uh, yes. I see that you know <laughs> was, was your judo well. Um, okay, so... He said good, he said good evening, Clarice. Can I, can I, can I, can I interrupt? Do you know the story behind that guy being arrested? Yeah, he was, um, he was a, a world chess champion. He had 54 meals that he didn't pay for. <laughs> what? Really? Because I never knew the story until Paul, I Googled it recently. Paul Charles Dozre, he had 54 meals that he didn't pay for. Ah, yes. He was being arrested for dining and dashing. God. And there's a lot of contest. Arrest me for what? Like, Eating a meal. A <laughs> oh yes. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, um, Rich. Uh, did right. he say, did he say good evening, Clarice? He did. But uh, like I even remember him. Uh, like using using our own Mandela effects. I I actually do. I know it's that because I watched a lot of Mandela. So I I remember him going hello, Clarice. Right. So when he's like standing up all awkward and stuff, I I can remember him saying it myself. I so, really can. Gareth gets the point on that one because you two didn't. Of course he fucking does. So everyone thinks it's Hello Clarice. It's... I really remember it oh, being that myself, what? though. I really do. Um, you, well, you you two did an impression, I guess. <laughs> to get oh, no, I'm Gareth did. So yeah, you all get an extra point. Why not? Fuck it. Uh... Ah, but you got the answer right, though, so. Oh, whatever. Um, you know, but yeah. you didn't actually get the answer right. So though, I, d- I didn't know this before researching it either. He never says Hello Clarice. Does he say it in a certain dimension? In certain dimensions. But... <laughs> he does. He does say it in the 2001 film Hannibal. Ah, and he says it on the phone when she answers the phone. Is that when he's a straw, a straw hat on his head? And he's on, he's on the it's, yeah, it's, he's just, it's just before he kills the is it the police chief or something? Ronaldo Pazzi. He, he like pushes him off the the balcony and his guts oh, spill his guts. out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. just before that, um, Dante's oh, Inferno. I'm sure you all want to know the. Uh, Conspiracy theories. Is there no more questions? Thing. I was quite enjoying them. Um, no, there's one more. One more. Um, oh, there's no. There's actually no conspiracy theory on this one. Oh. So, but um, reading through uh, various YouTube comments on this one, everyone is just like, "It did happen! It did happen! Why? How oh, come I can find? Up. How come I can find this video? Say he's calling me says it, and there's people who have just fucking chucked it in. It's just like you're a no, fucking moron. Like, where are we going with this one? Hello, um, Clarice. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Yeah. Where are you going with this one, son? What's the it's next one? So, the last one. Burr's going to be empty, What's the last one, is I? So, describe the appearance of Uncle Pennybags, or more commonly known as, Ooh. thanks to Jim Carrey, the Monopoly guy. You're right. on about the monocle, isn't it? Ah, yes. I know this one. Some say he has a moustache, a monocle, a top hat, a little suit, perhaps a bow tie. But I don't believe he's got a monocle. I don't think he's got That's a monocle. That's what I'm going to go for. I, I, I have several versions of Monopoly. I'm a big Monopoly fan. Do he doesn't what? have a monocle. Yeah. I'm going to say no moustache as well. Why not? Okay. <laughs> You're all right. He does have a moustache, but I won't take the point away. He's I'm got a moustache. I'm not a bastard. What? There's so, no monocle? He doesn't have a monocle. No. Um... So a lot of people think it. Um, the artist based him on uh, J.P. Morgan, who was a very wealthy uh, banker and stuff back in the day. He wore glasses, J.P. Morgan, but never a monocle. But the Monopoly guy, or Pennybags, never had a monocle. I didn't know his name was Pennybags, man. I um, don't remember that bit. So I didn't find any real evidence on this one. Um, like, to, to see where it came from. But People are idiots. But this was my chance to kind of graft a theory of my own okay, okay, okay. so 
Um, as I mentioned in the question, Jim Carrey played Ace Ventura in When Nature Calls back in 95. Um, and in that film, he sees a guy who loosely resembles Pennybags. Um, and he says, and you must be the Monopoly guy. And he rants and raves at his uh, wife for having Ooh. a fox on her because oh. she has like a dead fox uh, scarf shawl thing. And um, he ends up knocking him out. And then when he's, uh, and this guy, this guy's appearance in, in When Nature Calls, he's got, you know, the proper mustache. He doesn't, yeah. have, he doesn't have the top hat, but he does have the monocle. So he's carrying a monocle and, you know, bold top hat, proper suit, everything like that. And he calls him the Monopoly guy. Um, after knocking him out as well, he uh, he says the famous phrase from Monopoly, which is, uh, do not pass go, do not collect $200, you know. So I think that because of that appearance in When Nature Calls and him calling him the Monopoly guy and he's got a monocle, some people would wrongly think that the Monopoly guy has a monocle because they, some people don't play Monopoly all that often. So when they think of Monopoly and if they've seen that Jim Carrey film, they know, or they think they know, that he has a monocle. Well, kind of like subliminal Monopoly fucking messages. Um, I do have a conspiracy theory on this one. Conspiracy... This is... Right, I I just laughed when I saw this because they... they, Literally, they had nothing else to say. So conspiracy reports say that in another dimension there is a version of the game with a monocle. It's literally just that. Another dimension. Another not dimension. Fucking try in here. So are all of these things from the one dimension when they're all crossed over, is that what people are trying to say? The Mandela dimension. Yeah, is the Mandela... Really, Cronenberg, this one up, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> all it's, these, like, different dimensions. Yeah, it's the post-apartheid dimension, that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, um, so yeah. I, got, I got an honourable mention. The one I was referring to earlier was the Queen one about the um, oh, the band Queen or cha- the, the band Queen starring Rami Malek. Um, <laughs> we are the champions. We are the champions. I haven't got oh, in my mentions, oh, but I know. I know. I, know, I know where the confusion made that one at Live Aid. Yeah. Right at Live Aid, you went of the world, but nice. on the recording he Never doesn't did. do yeah. it, and I think that's where the confusion is. People are idiots again. Silly. He did do it live, maybe a few times he's done it live, but he definitely does a live aid though. Do you? Yeah, no, that, 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 that well is really Because I remember looking this up as well. Yeah. I didn't put in I didn't put it in here because I thought that it might be a bit too easy. I thought yeah. that was the one that might be a bit easy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, it, was, it, actually, it actually became prominent in a recent episode of Carpool Karaoke when I think it's like Gwen Stefani and somebody else. And then in the back of James the car, Corden. James Corden, yeah. obviously. But they're listening, to, um, they're listening to the song and they're all waiting and they're about to sing you know, of the world and, and it doesn't come in and, and you see old Gwen and she's just looking puzzled and she's like and they're all looking puzzled because they thought they'd come in and I mean uh, you know that, this is, that's why it came about a lot of people just assume it's naturally there yeah did you have another one Sean? I, I did mean, I had yeah. the um, Star, 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 Star Wars and yeah, that's Darth, on, that's Darth Vader on, that's on the list yeah so what is what is the correct well, so what, what's Luke, the wrong one what's the I wrong one I am your stepfather <laughs> <laughs> I met Darth Vader. What's uh... <laughs> I've seen him from a distance. I've, actually I've met him. I'm a very nice man. He was like oh, G She's like only thing he ever said to me. Luke, I'm your father. It was it was a short brief conversation with him, but it was a nice conversation nonetheless. I assured him on the correct spelling of my name, and we parted ways. It was lovely. His voice was changed in Star Wars because like Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and that were laughing, weren't they? 
I just don't think I don't think his accent was like proper threatening threatening enough for no one to stop us this time. There are um, there are videos um, before it was overdubbed the James and Jones voice online when he's like um take take him away he's she's a rebel and a spy take take him away take her away (laughs) it's it's really interesting Um, yeah I've seen I've seen the clips yeah take take him away I am I need to see those I'm you know the correct quote though right oh anyway back to that so it's the it's the father situation is it no I am the father no I am your father. Yeah. Um, so I got two other on He jumps to conclusions really quickly there, doesn't he? He's like, you know, I had a big battle and he gets his hand chopped off and he goes, I am your father. And then Luke just goes, yeah, all right, I'll grab with this. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Jeremy Kyle shit at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, right, don't jump off there. Into the, we'll, we'll get to go see Graham backstage. He'll get you some help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a true like that. He'll work with you and we'll see you in three months where you haven't made up and we can get another show out of you. Um, yeah, other honourable mentions include Curious George having a tail. Curious George was such a fucking uh, wet blanket. I guess I, I, I've seen about that, so I, I'm not going to make a comment. Yeah, so he, he never had a tail. No, he didn't have a tail. No, uh, but people think he did. People are adamant that he had a tail, but he never did. And uh, never Mona, Lisa, Mona Lisa not smiling. She's got that weird... She's maybe she has got a smirk, yeah. but people... People are adamant that she doesn't smile, even though like people have gone to see the painting in the Louvre, and and uh, have you ever been? been to I've that? been outside there. I've never been in there. I went in there to see the Mona Lisa. Obviously, it's the most popular thing in the room. I can imagine. It's fucking tiny. It's like, yeah, it's so tiny. A lot of selfies with it, is it? A lot of selfies with it. It's like when you see pe- famous people in real life; they're always really small. They're always small, <laughs> except basketball players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're always they're even bigger than you think they are. <laughs> who's the most, Who's the most famous person you've met? I'll go. Mine is combined Matt Lucas and David Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Ginsburg. Uh, I've no idea who the most famous person. Famous I've person. Met. Is that when he called the coffee? Coffee. This, this is this has got to be someone you've actually like <laughs> yeah, met Mark. for a few seconds and perhaps spoke to at um, an autograph, etc. Not just like you Mortis. Know, he bought his own records <laughs> off. You know. Oh, I've met Mortis in life, real life as well. Harvard is his name. Harvard Elfison, I want to say it. The guy's from yeah. Devil Driver kicked me out of the dressing room. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, yeah. you motherfuckers. Um, I met a few bands. I uh, met a couple of bands. Yeah, and stuff. like pop punk bands. Oh. American, uh, Peter Schmeichel. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I didn't know that. Remember you, can I just rewind? Remember when you saw Barry from EastEnders uh, eating a sandwich? Yeah, I was on the Megabus into, into London. Sean Williamson. And my mate Matt, who was with me. Yeah, he was looking out the window. He's like, "Oh shit, this Barry from EastEnders." And we looked outside, and he was just sitting on a bench. It was like he was in extras, just, yeah, just yeah. sat there. Why is like he, a sorry excuse for so, himself? Like, yeah, just yeah. you know, just really sort of Wee. down and just eating a sandwich out of a fucking Tesco bag, like just like. Oh, he, he was, seems great, though. You know, I love his character. Max. It was pretty funny. I, oh, I was pretty sure I saw Dizzy Rascal in London as well. Dizzy Rascal, oh, cool. yeah. yeah. But I can't confirm whether I did or not. It's just did we, I see Reese Evans or was it you guys that seen Reese Evans? Uh, I, I watched. I watched him perform live in his band with Oasis, but I've not met him or anything. Mm. Um, I haven't met him. No, I've seen. Where, him did, him. where did you see Bill Roach, Ken Barlow too? Oh, that was in a, a service station just outside of Birmingham. I remember that. When I, I seen Dirty Den on on. Bournemouth Pier. Grace. From EastEnders. David Guest. Is it, Den or, is it Dirty Den or Dirty Dev? Dirty Den. Dirty Den. Oh. Dev is on Carnation Street. Ah, sorry. I've seen Craig Charles. Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf, but he was with Robot Wars. Hey. He was into the drink. Grace. Yeah. 
didn't meet him, but I was like, yeah, yeah I met out. Peter Schmeichel outside um, the Hilton Hotel in Cardiff after a Wales Finland game back in the day. Great. And um, my because I went with the school, me and my mate were walking, like walking with my English teacher, my French teacher. It was for some reason it was just us two. I think everyone else kind of walked ahead, and we were like at the back of the group. And we walked past Peter Schmeichel and Mark Lawrenson, and my teacher was like, oh, this Peter Schmeichel, get a picture with him, get a picture with him. She was like, Peter, can you take a picture with the boys? He was like, yeah, hurry up, Ben. And um, I was like, at this point, I was like, well, I was tall like I am now. And he's still, I was still just past his shoulder. He's fucking huge. And his hands are oh, huge as well. Boy, yeah. Fucking massive. Fucking plates. Just, just imagine, just imagine having like that guy shout if you're a defender or you're an attacker and just have... Just, I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> is he, was that during his, uh, or after his No, it was after. Yeah, he must have been um, a pundit on the, the oh, thing, because yeah. it was in the Miami Stadium, was, obviously. So. talking about it, yeah, yeah. probably was. Um, but yeah, I met one of my ch- sort of childhood football heroes, in a way, which is pretty cool. Got a picture of Mouse as well. I made Rob Brighton a sandwich. Can't remember what sandwich you had. Oh, wait, was Rob Brighton? Yeah, man. My did, sis, my did, he do, did he do a small man in the box impression? No, he said thank you, and that was it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Didn't thank you very thank much. You very much. Didn't the Queen go to Ready Car? She went to Applevine Leisure Centre. Oh, I was. I was. She went to the, the school opposite, but I could see her in her fucking helicopter. Checking out the bench press. <laughs> Did she get food poisoning? Uh, probably. Uh, probably. She <laughs> doesn't eat the food of peasants. <laughs> My sister made Tiger Woods a sandwich. In, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Jesus. She didn't get. Sister. She didn't get sexual assault. Oh, yeah. Cheese sandwich. Just something. Something like that. Yeah. Great. Cheese on wedge. Was it? She was like yeah. close. She was like close sand enough. Wedge. The, uh, the sand wedge. The is this a golf joke? Oh, very nice. Are we? You've set us up a golf joke. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. But it's such. This is a true story. Honest to God. I think it was at the club sand wedge. It was at the open or some sort. It was obviously a big golf tournament in. What's the place just outside Newport? Celtic Manor. Manor, that was it. That's where it was being held. And she was working up there in the calf. It was after the calf closed and she was just cleaning up. And she said that we only found out later that it was Tiger Woods because someone told her it was Tiger Woods. She didn't realise it was Tiger Woods. She just said, a guy with really nice eyes came up to me and asked if I, if he could have a sandwich. So that's what it is. It's like it was in all them women. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the eyes. Look at the eyes. Um, and she found out later it was Tiger Woods and she made him a sandwich and he ate it all. So there we go. Sandwich by Tiger Woods. There we Every go. Last last for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, Grilled cheese sandwich, was it, son? So going back to the game, Sean, what was the scores? How many uh, so the scores on the doors with this lovely little drawing I've done. So the scores are... Um, the last place me with one point. Second place um, with two points is Tom, and in first place because he already looked up all the answers several hours ago is Gareth with three points. Ah, chin, so chin. I've watched a lot of. Um, but thank you very much. I've watched quite a lot of the uh, the Mandela. I'm I disappointed with myself that I didn't get the the mirror question right. I, I got the. Uh, Fairest one of all a bit, right? But I didn't get the magic mirror. I said mirror, mirror. So it was a bit of a, a little bit of a disappointment there. But not a problem, not an issue. I'll, Perfection or vanity. What other one did you get wrong, then? All did I get... Did I get a, what, wait, wait, wait. Wait, What other one did I get wrong? So you got Forrest Gump, right? You got Looney Tunes, right? What did I get wrong, man? Tunes. You got Snow White. Snow White. You got Silence of the Lambs. I got that. You got that, right? What did I get wrong, man? And you got you got the Monopoly one right. I don't know. I didn't get any other. I only got one wrong, son. I think hey, sh- I'm gonna be having a word to the adjudicator. You, <laughs> you've, you've marked me. Uh, 
you've you give me a wrong answer there. How have I given you what? You should have four. You, you marked me two answers wrong where I only had the one wrong, I believe. Oh, sorry. No, there's a problem. I'm not going to gain any financial benefit or gratification <laughs> from this. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to know that I I had that extra one right. All right, son. Fucking hell. Jesus. Uh, right, we are. Uh, yeah, well so. then, I think that's, that's, that's wrapped on another... Yeah. That was the Seacast. That was think, the Seacast. Um, I'll mention what I was drinking as well, as oh, yeah. as I haven't mentioned oh, yeah. it. Oh, I've been oh, drinking oh, the Thornbridge Versa Weiss beer. Um, it's pretty good. It's readily available yeah. in spoons as well. It's very, is cool. very versatile. Very versatile. Uh, I've recently been yeah, enjoying Tiny good. Rebel's seventh birthday, um, and I uh, currently this evening I have the Tiny Rebel and Daya collaboration, the That's new and one, one of the best ones in Fantastic. there. Fantastic. I also really like the Neon Raptor collaboration. They had the uh, sorbet. Um, the mango sorbet. Um, that is absolutely incredible, t- to the point where I bought another can of it, and I had several uh, when I visited Cardiff Tiny Rebel recently. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, I also really like Neon Raptors, uh, Berlin Weiss, and uh, anything else I've tried to. I'm really great brewery, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Can I check a last word in? Go yeah, for it, the end. Uh, when Michelangelo was painted in the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> he, uh, David's actually got a belly button. Work that one out. Well, that'd be buggered. Wow. Huh? What? Why would he have a belly what? button if he was created by God? Bam! Alright, cool. Yeah, well. <laughs> Maybe God has the belly button and he's created in his image. Yeah, but why would God be born? Oh, man, it's like chicken and the fucking egg, isn't it? Because the universe gave birth to it. No, I think it was Michelangelo was like a secret fucking evolutionist and he was just getting back at him. That's kind of what yeah, I think maybe. it was. Chicken and the egg, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cream but, eggs are out, don't they? It's Easter time. Easter out before long, yeah. So yes. what, what's next on the agenda? I so, think Game of Thrones is yeah, the next, the next, next episode. episode. The next episode is going to be Game of Thrones. Oh, we haven't done this before. We haven't told them what the next episode yeah, is going we, to be. We, got a, we, got, we, yeah, we did. We, we did last time. Did we do it? Did we do it? We, we, we get our shit together, though, now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we, get, we get a bit more within, now, aren't we? So, yeah, Game of Thrones is going to be the next episode. It'll be out just before the new series airs. We're going to give you our opinions on the show and theories and what we think is going to happen. Characters, let's talk about our favourite characters, some favourite moments as well. Yeah. And just just about the show in general, really. Um, Every fucking chicken in this room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh fucking hell! Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, hopefully in a future episode after the series is aired, we'll we'll kind of arrive back at the topic. Maybe not in a full episode, but just part of an episode <laughs> where we see if any of us were actually correct in our assumptions on what's going to happen. Because it I, is here's my guess right now: episode, exclusive ahead of the episode, uh, everybody dies. Cool. Mortal Kombat. Mortal, yeah, exactly. Just like Mortal Kombat um, Conquest TV series. Just fucking. Who's, who's the last man standing, son? Of, of the Peter, Di- Peter Dinklage, last man standing. That's my. It's going to be John's. John, you know, fuck all, John Snow, you bloody wanker, versus uh, the Night King. That's going to be it. We were jumping ahead of ourselves now because this uh, is next month's episode. Spoilers. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you've never seen Game of Thrones, probably don't watch that episode. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is Steve Cast signing off. Until next time, guys. Ta-da. Steve Cast, thank you very much. Ta-da. Ta-da, no.